Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello fellow adventurers and welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons episode 14 Session 14 I'm Scott Johnson with Bo Schwartz, John Jagger Kristen, you don't go by Ferguson You do the other name What's the other name? Ashton! Ashton, that's right the dream destroyer herself, and of course, Kyle Ferguson. They're married, but you know, they're one of those couples that don't, they don't have to use the name. It's fine. It's totally fine. Nobody needs that in their life. I wish I'd have kept Kim's name. Her name would be like Jones with an S. S-O-N-E-S. Sones. It's pretty cool. Anyway, that's not important because what's important now is uh, it's There Will Be Dungeons. We were off a week. Thank you, everybody, for your patience. Before we dive right into what's happening this week and letting Bo have his way with us, uh, I want to start with a quick comment and an email, as we are wont to do each week. Uh, these emails can be sent on the website. You just go to therewillbedungeons.com. There's a contact up top. Boom, you're in. Uh, real quick, before we do anything else, if you're still looking for one of their uh, the There Will Be Dungeons shirts or the Bok Bok print or anything related to this show or anything else for that matter, today is free comic book day, and as a result, we have a couple things going. Free prints that you can go get for 100%, 100% free. That's saying 100% twice for no reason. And if you use the code FCBD18, that's free comic book day, but shortened FCBD18, you get 10% off whatever it is you're getting. So if you get one of these, there will be Dungeon shirts, 10% off today only. It's only today. So I wanted to give you guys a heads up on that. Uh, I guess it won't help those who listen at home on Monday or Tuesday. But hey, everybody listening live, we're letting you know. Quick email from Jaggerfish, and I'm told with some assurance this is not John screwing around with me. And when I read it, you'll know why I was worried, John. Okay? So here you go. He says, Scott, before I say this, I want you to know that it is an absolute compliment in this context and that I've been rewatching Community lately. That's how he starts it. Nash is the Pierce Hawthorne of the group. You are inappropriate, say weird things, drive the plot and crew into strange places and create hilarity with the intent, without the intent of doing so. It's amazing. Please don't ever change Jaggerfish. Now, you can see why, like, if I thought John was just, like, floating me a compliment, I wouldn't want to read it and know it was him, right? Well, it also explains why I would have done it on a secret account. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I was going to say John complimented you. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> what? But uh, anyway, it was super, uh, super cool to get that. Thank you, Jaggerfish, and uh, thanks for your nice comments. We have more emails piled up to read each week. If you'd like to send your own in, again, go to the site. There will be dungeons.com. Speaking of said dungeons... It's time to pass the keys over to Bo and let him drive this truck. Bo Schwartz, take it away. Previously on There Will Be Dungeons. 
Our heroes found themselves in the midst of deep revelations about Slave Town with the owner of the Sapphire, one Mr. Bertrand Mulg, or as he's commonly known, the Jeweler. They learned that persons resembling the Hillmaster and Softhead of Dust Hill came to Slave Town to sell the people of Dust Hill down the river. Except there's no rivers. It's a Mad Max post-apocalyptic world, which is deserts. So down the desert. They sold them down the desert. <laughs> yeah. They learned the goblin raid on Dust Hill would not be the last, and that controlling factions of Slave Town, such as Oilbeard and Sun Slaver's company, and the principal and his armies were behind it. The jeweler asked the party to go find one Timber McClellan, an associate of his who might know the location of the deed to the chopper mine, which he said would be the key to unraveling the principal's grip on Slave Town. The heroes had questions, but before all could be answered, eight gangsters from the Lactid Cartel, and for the wiki people, it's not Lactaid Cartel, but Lactid Cartel, <laughs> uh, arrived and told the jewelers, although the, the milk reference is kind of intentional, like Lactid, but it also kind of insectoid, right. told the jeweler he was out of time to deliver an unspecified object or task, and they shot him in the gut. After a protracted bar fight, which ended with the deaths of the Lactid Cartel men and the poor half-ogre bodyguard, Dunk. The heroes of Dust Hill had had quite enough with the elaborate politics and factionalism of the town and simply wanted to return to their hotel and rest. With the exception of Hope, who returned that night to the buxom confederate to spend some QT with its owner, Sullivan Stump. On the way to the hotel, Stanley narrowly avoided being pickpocketed by a trio of shit-eater gnomes. <laughs> and Varel took out his frustrations on a pompous, mustachioed man in a top hat and purple suit. <laughs> Handing him to Sheriff Clementine for justice. The next morning, Varel woke to vibrations, shaking Lattlebing's hotel. He woke Bok-Bok and snuck over to the hotel window. And there he saw a giant eyeball filling the window, staring back at him. Are you in there? said a booming voice. And a giant hand came crashing into the window and picked up Varel, bringing him close to the one eyed giant's face. Where's my shiny? <laughs> That's where we end, right? Check this out. Let's do this. should also mention you mentioned the wiki briefly and there is a wiki uh, i meant to say at the top of the show so if you go to the website there will be dungeons.com there's a link to the wiki and huge thanks to dersham and others in the chat for keeping that up and for describing us so well it's fan freaking tastic you guys should go check it out all right sorry bo we're in the we're in the we're in the throes of it what do we do now all i'm right, scared so uh so varel in in this you're in this giant hand and it's been brought up to the face its face is larger than you. This thing is standing as tall as the six-story Lattlebing's Hotel. Taller even, about 60 feet. It's an enormous, enormous humanoid. Uh, rippled in muscle, but flabby fat too. It's got one eye, big nose with like big nose hairs. And as it brings it closer to you, you can feel the air from the nose whistle. You can hear it whistle and you hear it blow on you. Not that, you know, you're less of... You're not like Stanley, who might be grossed out by that kind of thing. But that's happening. Um, Nash and Stanley, the giant cracking of the walls caving in on one side of the hotel room, have awakened you instantly. Uh, so you snap to. And um, the noise does carry out over the town. And uh, hope you do hear like a loud, you know, 
wood cracking and, and breaking sound. And it, it it wakes you up. Celibus is still fast asleep. Uh, so, Varel, I, I throw it to you first. He's just looking at you right now. I don't know if you care to react in any way. Am I being held arms to my sides, or am yeah, I... Yeah, your arms are pinned in for the moment. Oh, okay. So, I guess the first thing I'd say is, what? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, sorry, the Cyclops looks like he goes, what? Shiny, what, what, what Chinese? Where's my shiny? I have shinies. I can't reach them, though. Do you have my shiny? Perhaps I'm a little confused on the whole situation, but I can, if, if perhaps I could access my arms, please. He's silent for a minute. He goes, what? <laughs> what? What? I, I, I have gold. You're green. No, wait, Br yellow. What color are big. you? You're very big. Should we? Would you like to talk outside of town? People here are very uh, easily oh. agitated. I want my shiny now! Oh, I, I do have pockets. A pocket full of shiny. A, a pouch. If I could but reach it. Okay, so he says, he opens up his hand and lets you stand on it. So the hand sort of, sort of puts you onto the hand and opens it and lets you empty your pockets! Oh, all right. I reach to my side and grab my, my water skin with the little coin purse on it and sitting on his hands on my knees like I did in the desert, kind of stack, start stacking coins on the hand. His eyeball blinks, his one eyeball like blinks. And he brings it really close to you and looks at what's on there. That's not my shiny! I want my shiny! It's got six rubies. Oh. Wait. I I do not know that shiny. Six rubies. Oh no. He starts smelling you. Hold on, John, you know what I, oh, never mind. I know what I smell. Go ahead. What what do you taste like? <laughs> he smells you. Taste I, I've never eaten a uh what color are you? Oh, uh, golden of the desert, and I can assure I'm quite spiny. <laughs> Smells you again. You're not Thailander! That would be a whole different person. Why do you smell like him? Smell like a Thailander. Perhaps I have slept in his bed. Does he sleep on a couch? They are very comfortable. What's a couch? It's in there, behind me. It's it's that that long leathery thing. Grab it. It's good. You mean a chair? Oh, oh, you're aware of chairs? Yes, this is a big long chair. I have chairs. That's incredible. I would love to see your mighty chair. Where's my shiny? Who Her else is in there? Uh, Toylander, are you in there? My my fellow companions, please, uh, to the now larger window that my friend here has made. 
All right, I'll walk over to the window. Yeah, same. You just see this giant head, like, trying to look around with his one eye behind, almost as if he's trying to see around corners, but that's impossible to do. He's like, and then he looks at you, he's like, Who are you? Well, my name's Stanley Billings, and I'd appreciate it if you'd give us our lizard friend back. What? 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 <laughs> what? Where's Toylander? I can smell him. Oh, I smell him. We smell of Thailander, apparently. Does do, does he smell of Thailander too? This whole town smells like Thailander. Oh, well, that simplifies things. But I'm afraid that's one man. And one stink has not been spread everywhere. Oh, I followed him all across the desert. When? And I smell him now. Oh. Uh, where where is he, he standing? Look like? By the way. What? He looks at both of you talking at the same time. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry. A uh, question for the DM: Where is he standing? Are we standing atop Shit Eater's pens, or are we in the street? Uh, so, so he's standing in front of the hotel, facing the hotel. <laughs> okay. His face is facing into the room. He just while he just destroyed Nash and, and Stanley are standing in there, kind of watching you. And he's got his hand out, flat, still letting you sort of, you know, that's like a place you can talk on. Now, what does this Thailander look like? Can you describe him? Oh, he, he's about. He takes up his book. That tall, that tall, and and he's pink. pink. And he he was my friend, but he betrayed me and stole the shinies. He stole my shiny. Oh, well, that's what just is, awful. That is awful. Perhaps we should talk about this outside of town in some sort of larger area. Why? The people of this town are grumpy in the morning, and we are currently occupying their main street. Okay, uh, roll a persuasion dice, please. Ten. Okay. I don't care about this town! And he takes his foot... And he kicks in the front entrance of the, the hotel. Oh. <laughs> you don't see me. You see him move his foot. He smashes in the, his foot into the building on the bottom, and you hear a giant crash. And, and the the hotel, uh, Nash and Stanley, buckles a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you feel a little like. <laughs> all right. I don't want to be in here when that happens. Um. I look at Stanley, look back at the big-eyed guy, and I think I'm I'm getting out of here, and I run out front. So you're on the sixth floor. So you're running out front. Oh, I thought I was down there with those guys. <laughs> no, the the ogre, the 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 cyclops is sixty feet tall, and he reached his hand into your hotel room and pulled oh, Varel out, right. making a huge entrance on the sixth floor. But it's like a drop, and 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 well, he might not die. All right, I come to feet. the. What is it? It's thirty feet. Is three d six, and then and another d six for every ten feet. So it'd be about six d six and fall damage. All right, Let's I come. It. I come to the edge of that big hole. He has now made worse. Okay. And I say, uh, 
I go, hey, one eye. And I'm looking at you while I do it. What? <laughs> How about a hand down from here? What? <laughs> the building's got the structural integrity of an anus. Put your hand out. Let me get on it and get out of here. By the way, I'm Nash from the Solar Mines. All right, pleasantries out of the way. Get us out of this window and maybe we can help. What's an anus? <laughs> All right. Sorry, a different word. Just get us out. We'll be safe. We'll try to find your Thailander. He looks, he goes, mm -hmm. Are you trying to trick me? No. I don't like liars. No. I wouldn't trick. Who? I, who why, why would I trick you? I don't even know you. You look like a... You look like a trickster. Well, I am one sometimes, but not today. Today is about <laughs> me, me oh, getting out. I knew it. I knew it. You're a trickster. <laughs> Just help me out of the window. We can talk this through. I promise I'm not pulling any tricks and I'm not going to hurt you. What? What? Help? He doesn't seem to understand what you mean by help out of the window. Put your hand right here in front of me. Can you do that? And I kind of beckon him to, you know, put your hand out like right here. Right at the edge of this window that you've torn so, up. So he takes his hand with Varel on it and he puts it up to the side of the hotel. Okay. Ooh. I step out on it. <laughs> I slap Varel on the butt and I go, all right, we're making progress. <laughs> now, put, can you put us down? Is that is that okay? Can you put us on the ground? We won't run. Stanley, come on. Oh, yeah, Stanley's got to get in. I keep just forgetting just where Stanley just is. He sort of contemplates... He's, He's, got, he's about to put you on the ground. You hear a voice from down below. Hey, you up there. No, <clears throat> sorry. Hey, you up there. Hey, no. Hey, hey. I don't know what voice I'm doing. Hey, you up there. Hey. And you see uh, Sheriff Randy Clementine has made his way down the road. All right. He's yelling up at you. I go, great. It's the sheriff. You guys again are behind this? What the hell is this? Technically on top of this. Yeah. Oh, we're on top of it, Sheriff. Who's Thailander? I'll yell. I don't know who the hell Thailander is. Right. What is this thing? Get the, the hell out of town. We're working. Hey, you. Hey, you. You better leave town now. He yells to the ogre. Ogre goes, what? Where's my shiny? He yells down to the to the sheriff. I don't know nothing about no shiny, but on the count of three, you better get the hell out of here. You're danger. Oh. You're public danger to everyone here. On the count of three, oh, I God. want you out of this town now. And he makes his puts his hand like, oh my God, he's got it near his, his gun. What's that going to do? <laughs> nothing. That gun isn't gonna do shit. We need to talk to this guy. We need to get down there. We need to have a discussion and figure out what he's here for. Let's not blow that and have everybody tear torn apart for no reason. It's patience, Sheriff. Persuasion check? Shit. Eleven. <laughs> uh, okay. Does it help that I'm nodding along? 
<laughs> so he, he the the sheriff considers it and and back to it backs up a few steps and he says, "All right, let's see if we can talk our way out. Talk this. We'll give you a few seconds to solve it. I have no idea what I'm looking at. It's a giant monster in the town." Yeah. And so the and the cyclops looks at you. And says, Are you making tricks against me? I go. He doesn't like those. No tricks. I told him we're not. Get on board, Sheriff. I'm telling you, this whole town's going to get torn a new one. So then, as if something sort of clicked in, the, the Cyclops, like, lowers you down on the hand and deposits you on the ground. Like, allows you to walk off if you want to. All right. I'm going to do that. Take the full minute. He's very elaborately, like, being very careful. He's, like, concentrating, staring intently. Stanley, are you on there with us, or are you somewhere else? Where are you right now? No, he didn't make it. No, I didn't. I didn't oh, get on. Okay. I'm just watching through the hole. At the he, and he put he puts you guys on the. Uh, do you get? Do either of you both get off? Or? Yeah. Well, I get yeah, off. Yeah, I step off. Yeah, I'll step off. I step off. Yeah. An expert lowering. That was truly gentleman work. Um, and he goes, "Thank you, thank you, Lizard." And then he stands back up. He says, now where's Thailander? I smell him. And, and, and in this moment, I don't know, Hope, if you want, you've heard some noise. You hear this yelling going on outside. Are you are you going to find out what it is? or are you? Oh, worried? absolutely. I'm dressing out the door. All right. So during this period of time, Hope would have heard it. And she also, you're also making your, you see, you come out of the Buxom Confederate. You look to your left. You look to your right. Of course, your heart sinks when you find out the commotion is obviously coming from the hotel and the sixth floor, <laughs> the sixth floor hotel like floor that the walls all falling down, there's bricks all over and wood all over the ground. And there's a giant ogre, and there's you know a Varel and and, and standing in the palm of his hand getting lowered, and you approach as this happens, and you're on the ground with them. You, you run in and you're good within... morning. Good to see everyone's awake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the 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 ogre takes notice of you and he goes down and he's like, Your bruise colored points at you. Well, I've never heard that description before, but it works. What? I've never heard that description before, but it works. Great job. He blinks his one eye. What's a prescription? Prescription. It's what your doctor. Are you tricking me, Bruce? No, no, no tricks. You get it from your doctor. Where's Thailander? I'm not leaving till I get my shiny. Who's Thailander? He's got the shiny. We don't know. What, what, what does he look like? Who's Thailander? Thailander was my friend. But then he betrayed me. And he stole my shiny. What What does he look like? Uh, pink. He, he's a, a little man. He picks his hands up. About that big. How does that compare to our heights? And and it's 
about your height, like he can okay. make his fingers to somewhere between the five or six feet range. Um, <laughs> and he's pink. And, uh, he and says pink. Pink. Okay. Like, I'll kind of look back at the buxom Confederate and then back. He's, he's got a stupid hat, a stupid hat, and uh, he wears a coat that's bruise colored. One of these. One of these. A mane on his face. He yes. just does that and doesn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at you. And then <laughs> Uh, my my friend Stanley here, perhaps. And um, he Stan- left, and then he Stanley, left. what? Come to the window and show off your mane. What are you talking about? I don't your have- face mane. Your your he said he means your beard. Damn it, lizard! We got to have some uh, vocabulary lessons when we aren't facing a thing. It's a beard. Say beard. Beard. I don't have a beard. I don't know why everybody thinks that. <laughs> The Cyclops just looks at you guys and goes, Bid! Hmm. Okay. Did he have a, a tail? Did he have scales? Like, and I'll point to Varel, like this? Like a lizard? Like, yeah, like a lizard. Um, no. He was a little man. Like, I normally eat them. But I didn't eat Thailander. Because he showed me his magics. I like magics. Ooh, he had good magic tricks. Why do you so, think? So instead of eating him, I became his friend. Why do you think he's in this town? He ran away with my shiny, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> It does match the man, the description of the man I hit last night. You hit a man last night? Yes, he was quite rude. <laughs> Wait, where did you away. put him? In jail. Oh, well, I'll stop by the jail then, and I'll take off toward the jail. I'm sure I'll be back. At, the sheriff just kind of no looks tricks. at you guys like, you're going to need the keys, miss. Uh, sure, oh! I'm, right, I'm, I'm standing right here. Can we go to the jail? May I borrow the keys, or may I borrow you? I, I think maybe I'll go back and get them. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe we'll see. All right. I'll be right back. Sure. And Clementine. Nash, you know some magic tricks, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not all. What? I'm not all pink. No. <laughs> oh, he loves magic. Do you know magic? Yeah. What do you want to see? How? I can show you one. You want to see something? You've got so many owies on you. <laughs> Owie puts his finger down. He starts, like, tapping your head. Does that hurt? Yes. Damn it. Don't do that. Also, look. You you have one eye. I have one eye. We should be, we should be nice to each other. We share an affliction. Uh, roll, a, roll a persuasion with advantage. All right. Second. Okay, here we go. Uh, twelve. Well, lowest was seven. Then I got a twelve. Right. He looks at you and he says, "Are you like me? Were you shrunk to did?" Oh. Why are you 
small if you only have one eye. It's only a, little <laughs> men have one eye. Uh, it's a long story, but mine was mine was ruined. My I had two eyes like these guys, but one of them was ruined from my time in the solar mines. And now I just have the one, so my death perception is probably as bad as yours. What's the perception? Uh, it's me forgetting to not use big words around you. That's what it is. <laughs> Trick, tricks, Nash. Tricks. <laughs> he likes magic. All right, so I'm going to do one. I want to throw a fireball just into the air kind of for show. Um, a fire bolt. Bolt. Gosh dang it. <laughs> I still do it. Fire bolt into the air. And uh, I probably don't need to roll for this. I'm not trying to hurt anything. Unless you want me to no, roll for it. No, no, no. Okay. So yeah. I just uh, do that. And I fire one and just it, straight in the air. Ahead of eye goes wide and is like, it's just so wide. And the one I just watches it go up into the air past where he's sort of crouching down talking to. And he goes, oh! Yeah. And he's loud that clapping in the nice. town. And like the whole town is thundering with this fresh, like flesh on flesh clapping of the... Yours, Uncle, Uncle. Do more. I like that. You're nice. All right. What's, it, what's what's your favorite color? Um, I like that that color. What are you pointing at? That. <laughs> what's that? Point that. Use your big boy boy oh, words. Oh, dirt. He goes. Ah, you don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about the ground, the dust. All oh, the dirt. Oh, oh, so cast a cast a, a firebolt again, and then I'll use thaumaturgy to cause the flames to change to a dirt color. Oh, I like this. <laughs> Sweet. All right, so here goes. So, is that you're like once per day spell? <laughs> what? No, no. Thaumaturgy's at will. Oh, nice. Okay. All right, so you fire one well, up maybe again. It's you're... worth it. Yeah. And you, you fire one out again, but this time you make it brown. And uh <laughs> and <this> brown flame <laughs> firing up everywhere. And he's like, Yay! Oh yay, bravo, bravo. Oh, you guys all wow. I like magic so much. How do you do that? Well, it's not the kind he, of thing this time that... he's super interested. He starts he crouches down on his knees and his head like comes all the way down to you guys and his eyeball like examines you piercingly. How do you do that trick? All right. I want to know. I'm going to have to do tricks. I'm going to have to do something weird here so Oh, I'm nervous about this. All right. Uh <clears throat> here, let me show you. I go around his back. He's still kneeling there, right? Mhm. I say, "All right, big guy, I want you to look that direction. Look into the sky." You got me? Can you do you understand? Like up, up, up at the fireball. Yes. Look that direction. And now Ow, I want... fireball. Ah. No, not the sun. Don't look that way. <laughs> Just look at the cloud that way. There's a cloud over there. You see that? Don't look at the sun. That that's bad for you. Okay, so he looks up obligingly. Even Cyclops mothers will tell you that. So you're looking at the clouds now. Uh here's what I want you to do. Uh, let me have your arm, and I know it's huge, so I'm sort of just taking its arm, and then you, how do you want to respond to that? Because I'm holding your arm now. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just touching you, really. Bring your, okay. bring your arm back. Do you understand? Bring it back okay. a little bit. Keep your eye on okay. the cloud, though. Okay? 
Okay. All right. He, now he what? Does, I, he brings his arm back. He's got his arm. All right. Now what I want you to do is behind his back. Yes, a little bit behind his back. Like you're getting, like okay. you have something in your hand and you're going to throw like, it. Oh, like. Okay. Yeah. Now what okay. I want you to do, and I'm still behind him. What I want you to do is throw it forward, almost like a great boulder or something big is in your hand, and you're throwing it as high as you can at that cloud. And I'll do it at the okay. count of three. Do you understand numbers? Right. <laughs> All right. When I say the word go, that's when you're going to th- act like you're throwing something into the sky. Are you ready? Ready. Three, two, one, go. So you've... Now? Now. Now. Uh, he launched his arm forward. Now, I, from behind him, because he's too stupid to know, I hope, I threw a fire bolt uh, from the rear and to make it look like it came from him. And he see- right. <laughs> so he can see it in front of him. Roll a, roll a deception check, please. By the way, this is why you know I'm a parent. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, don't I have... St- I got bonus to that. Hold God, on. But how is Nash a parent? But... <laughs> well, not Nash. He's people, right? I, I'm, no, no, he means himself. I, I mean just... me. All right, hold on. I can't remember what my... Uh... Hold on. uh, Scott had the wrong tab open. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I got a... Come on, D&D Beyond. Where's perception? I I know I have bonus to perception. There it is, plus one. Oh, why that you said perception? Sorry. Deception plus three. That's even better. So that's 17. So he he throws it out and he goes, Wow! And you can tell he's just like... He brings his hands up, but before he brings his hands up, he actually punched the side of, in in the throw, um, oh. across the street is, um, sorry, I'm just getting the map out here, the uh, timepieces, antiques, and souvenir shop. <laughs> and so he just like he just punches in the second floor, two story house, and you just hear a bunch of smash, and you hear like a, ah! <laughs> like a little gnome inside, like pulling on his pants and making it break for the back. It doesn't completely destroy the building, but it destroys the most of the second floor and he go, but he pulls his hand back and he goes wow I did magics I can do magic now well that's amazing uh, Nash gets a look on his face like uh oh and I go well no you, you got to do it the one time and you can only do it when I'm here only when well, I'm here can you have this have this magic and I start to think this may have been a bad idea because <laughs> Now he's going to think right. he can do it anytime. As, as you start thinking that, you see uh, Sheriff Clementine with uh, the mustachioed man, handcuffed, hands behind his back, make his way down the road. And uh, it captures the Cyclops' attention. And he goes, Toylander! That's Toylander! That's, that's him! That's him! The sheriff, sheriff sort of stops there and he says, Now, now, now. I, how do I know that it's him? Are you Thailander? And the man, the man looks scared, and he says, "No, I'm, I'm, I'm Robert." This is, ah, he's like, he's, just, he's clearly like shitting his pants, looking at the. Can we, like, can we search him? Uh, you can go right ahead, Miss, if you like. Cool. You I'll start just searching the coats, the pockets. Maybe he has not on him. Investigation check, please. Cool. 
All right, 20, not natural. Okay. Um, so you find that there's uh, some uh, pouch with gold pieces in it. You find um, a little stick, like in his sort of pocket, sticking out of his pocket, like a baton. And um, and nothing else of value on him. A what again? What was the? I'll take like, the like, stick. like a conductor's baton. Looks like a, a black stick with a white tip. I'll oh, take that, and then Canadian. I'll hand it to you, Nash. Do you feel any magic off this? Let me let me take a look at it. Uh, you need another counter check, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do that. Why on earth? Uh, that's 10 plus so 15 okay uh, you do sense some some uh, minor magical uh, channeling abilities in it as if it was a you know you could use this as a source a okay. focusing source for spells okay apart from that there isn't no properties or nothing intense about it jumps out at you just that this would be this would be an item created by someone for the purpose of Similar to how your staff focuses your magical energy, you feel like you could use this. I was going to ask you that. Does it? Do I sense that it's any better than my staff, or do it? No, it looks very breakable. It's sort of a thin. It's like a wand, but it doesn't have any heft or weight to it. Like you wouldn't be able to hit anything with it. Yeah, it'd probably just break against anything you hit it with. All right, but it does have. Uh, it does have. You can't feel yourself channeling your your magical uh, energy through it in the same way that your staff works. Do you need this back? I ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's that's mine. What room were you staying at in the the hotel? Because Varela, you said you met him by the hotel, yeah. I live here. I live here. Where where I live you in live? Town. I've been here a long time. I where live, um, specifically? I live on uh, Thorn Row, uh, behind, just uh, just behind the the antique place here. That uh, I don't want to die, please. I'm not who he says I am, and the the. The the, the Cyclops looks at him and says, Quit lying, Thailander! I know it's you! You stole my shiny! Can we go search his house? I mean, I would... I would uh, um... So, so the, the Cyclops said, Okay, enough talking! I want I want my shiny. I want it now. We and need Sher to find Sher his Sheriff shiny. Sheriff says, Whoa, 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 big guy. Whoa. He, he says he's not Thailander. And I've seen him about town, and I, I didn't know his name, but Thailander's kind of a funny name. I think I've heard people call this guy Robert before. I'm going to hold up the so baton and ask. Them over to you. I'm going to hold the baton up and say, is this the shiny? To you, the Cyclops. No, it's not shiny. Does that look shiny to you? Well, I'm just checking. Gosh dang it. And I hand it back to whoever the guy is. And so, so um... So uh, the the Cyclops go, makes a motion to go pick up Thai, uh, the, the person he thinks is Thailander, and um, the sheriff draws his gun I'll, on him, and points it up to his eye, and says, "You better stop right there." That's and and the the Cyclops doesn't stop. So oh. Randy Randy fires a shot. Oh no! <laughs> bang! 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 And you just see bullets. They hit him in his eye. They don't. Oh. It's like, oh, oh. like the shots connect. The shots are good. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, oh. And then just in a giant rage, the ogre brings his fist. Like uh, anime style, you just see all the. 
He's like, oh! He his fist down. And how much damage does a Cyclops do? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Forget. It's, yeah, I'm just, let me roll for this here. Wow. Plus six, too. Jeez. Okay, so uh, that is... Yeah, so he brings his fist down. Lands right on top of the sheriff. Connects with the ground. You see bones and, and body parts fly out from underneath it and a big splat of blood under it. And then brings his brings his hand up a bit and he's like, Oh! And he's like kind of mad. He goes to grab Thailander next. Okay. And and the Thailander Robert, sorry, and um, Robert vanishes. Oh. Wait, what? Just and, and disappears. The Cyclops goes. What? Blinked. What? Where'd he go? That's magic. wait. Did he? He got his wand back. No, he didn't get his wand. Oh, back. I thought I okay. gave it back to him. Didn't I? I thought I said I did. No, didn't I it. thought you were holding you, on you, to it still. You offered it back, but then the, that transaction. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. And he's got his hands cuffed, so he can't. He couldn't. He yeah. cuffed hands during all that. Interesting. All right. While I'm witnessing this, I'm just gonna quietly tuck that into my robe. I'm gonna feel around the air where Robert was standing. Um, you're gonna feel. Okay. Roll a. Uh, let me see. I believe it's going to be a perception check. Just a moment. Yeah, roll a perception check, please. Alrighty. Natural 20. Yeah. Okay, you sort of, you see, you witness the uh, uh, the fact that uh, this person has gone invisible before he was able to be picked up. And um, you sort of, you're looking for any sort of tell or sign or whatever this was. And you can hear, like, footsteps in the sand. And you see, um, you, you see, you see at the corner of your eye, running down the road. You think you see a, a pile of dust, like, kick up at, at one point. Oh, nice! I'll scream the sound. The footsteps in the sand, Varel, track him. I'll track him with a survive, uh, with disadvantage because you're tracking an invisible thing. Ah, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. Ooh. Okay. So you do you do see um uh you, you so you go look down, you do see footsteps. I mean there are a lot of footsteps in this main road, but you can kind of see the fresh ones heading down the road towards the Bucks and Confederate. No, but not running in running after this thing. Okay, we're all running. Nah, she's in the Bucks. Yeah, I'll run. Okay. Stanley, keep him entertained. So you guys all start running, and the Cyclops gets up and dusts himself off and goes to start running. And he starts careening down the, the road with you guys. And, and his footsteps, boosh, 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 they shake hotels, glass panes shake, one breaks to the right side. Um, the footsteps, uh, the trail leads you to the intersection of heaven and hell, and then the footsteps move off in four different directions. Four direct. Oh, this is magic, then. (laughs) (laughs) 
There's some kind of magic going on. After chasing an invisible man for a block, <laughs> Nash Maggard determines that this is magic. <laughs> and as you walk it, you sort of look around, you see like the tracks go in different directions. Um, the Cyclops keeps running past you. Can we and split you... up? Uh, you can. So the, the Cyclops start, he's just careening down Heaven Street, and within no time, he's out of town, running out in the desert in that direction. You, you allow a bit of time to go by, I guess? Or I'm, I'm, uh, when we get to that four-way intersection, I'm going to take uh, left onto Hell Street and go south toward Thorn Row. Okay. Since that's where he lives, so I assume. Sure. Okay. Um, the party, what's the rest of the party doing? I have casually made my way out of the hotel. Okay. Uh, and just started walking down Heaven Street the direction they all went. Can we see okay. Can we see Stanley from where we are? So as Stanley exits, he sees you guys all leave the intersection okay. in whatever directions you're going. So Kyle and and Nash, uh, sorry, Vorel and Nash, where are you going? Uh, you see you see Hope start to walk down Hell Street towards Thorn Row, south. Or in a section, no, we'll say south map-wise. And there are two other directions of, of Prince, right? There are four different tracks. Four. Four. Yeah, they're they're not. You can't see them. It's it, with Vorel's like ability to smell and sniff track. He kind of knows what the directions are, but um, he'd have to point them out to you. All right. Well, I'm gonna ask Vorel. What do you? What does your heart tell you? What does your nose tell you? All right. I'll get down and put my hand on the ground and see which of these tracks are perhaps real. Ooh, natural twenty for me. Okay. Unless disadvantage. All, all of nope. All of the tracks look real to you. They are real tracks. Oh shit! <laughs> really, there's no, there's no like, there's trickery here, but the trickery, the tracks themselves are tracks. They're each as real as the last. You said magic. Can you smell the magic on the air? Oh yeah. Can I do a? Uh, yeah, let me check. I'm gonna, I want to Arcana check and just see if I can sure. gain anything. Um, twenty, not natural. Okay, you smell. You go look for a magic smell in the air, and um, there's no, there's nothing that your olfactory senses sort of do to heighten your understanding of what's already transpired. That likely the magic here was some kind of invisibility magic, and then perhaps some kind of magic to cast duplicates of himself. Mm. What's that called? And wizards do that. Children. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, I can't. So you, you can roll like what was your roll? Twenty. Uh, Twenty, but not natural. Fifteen. Okay. Fine. Well, you've 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 heard tell uh, from various magics uh, from from your history in the solar mines and your various past experiences that perhaps it's possible to make a copy of yourself. They used to say that this was a a mirror image of yourself. Mirror mm, image. That's it. Okay. Um, I I'll inform. Varel of this. Uh, Varel, I think these are all actual paths. He's using magic, if I'm right, that lets him duplicate himself and go in these different directions. And specifically that the mirror images, some of them would be illusory and and one would be real. Right, right, right. But he can't tell and I can't tell which one's real, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we we could find the real one if we go this way or it could be a fake one. What do you want to do? I've never seen you do it that is that 
I don't possess magic. I don't possess this skill. Not oh. not yet. Maybe one day. Probably not though. It's kind of weird. I don't need more than me. Oh, Stanley here. Oh, Stanley. Oh, hello. Yeah. Yeah. So, so wait. So Hope reacted really quickly to running down the uh, street. Are you are you waiting for this conversation or are you still in the mood? We I Hope, Hope yeah. yeah. No, I'm still going. Okay. So Hope's no longer there. So you're running. Hope's Hope's left you two behind now. Stanley, you're just walking upon these two who are looking at tracks. Yeah. Uh, so did we lose him? Sort of. We Both, may... in fact. There he goes, the ogre, or uh, Cyclops. Out. Will he return? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hard to say. I mean, he seems very adamant about finding this shiny, whatever it may be. But, uh, seems like problem solved. Stanley, do you have any way of telling which of these paths could have been taken by a mere image or those taken by the wizard himself? No, there's not a lot I could do to be able to determine that. Short of us splitting up and checking each direction. Uh, where's Hope, by the way? She ran that way. Which Down way did she go? But which direction is it on the map? She she went south on the map, like south on the map. She she said she was going to Thorn Row, where where um, Robert said he had lived. Robert slash Tylander said he had lived. Thorn Row, there it is. So, so she has gone south. And you just she turn in back. after Sang's Clothier and, uh, and then take a right on uh, on the break road, then a right on to Thorn Row. Yeah. If she's correct about finding the den of the wizard, we should perhaps follow to make sure she's not accosted by foul magics. That's probably a good idea. Okay, so you guys make your way. Um, Hope, you're somewhat ahead. You run down uh, the intersection. You see that there's uh, the left on Break Road, and you know that takes you to Thorn Row from uh, from, the, from studying the map. You look back, you see uh, the three men just kind of like... They're just talking. <laughs> and you're like... I assume you continue on down Break Road. Um, and so these are like smaller one to two story wooden houses. Uh, it's a short little jog down to Thorn Row and you turn right and you see a large house on your left. Um, no lights are on, no, nothing fancy about this house. There's like no decorations or of any kind. Uh, it's darkened on the inside um, and uh, doors are closed. Sweet. So, is this the only house then on Thorn Row? You don't Road? see any footsteps. You don't see any footsteps in the ground. Gotcha. Cool. Well, I'm gonna assume. Oh wait, no, sorry. You do see footsteps. You, the trail that you've been following, you do see the footsteps uh, leading up to the front door of the house. I don't know why awesome. I said the other thing. <laughs> okay, I don't know why. Okay. So I'm gonna get my gun up and ready, and I'm gonna slowly walk up to the front door. And when I get there, is it a jar or would I have to turn the handle? It's closed and there's um, a push, like a push in, like you push the button down and then push the handle, looks like. Okay, I'll keep the yeah. gun up with one arm and then I'll open the door with the other, or see if it opens, or you click it down and then push. Okay, so I imagine you're trying to be sneaky about it, so let's maybe get a stealth check while you do all of this. Okay. Including the door opening. We'll include that as the door. But a natural 20. <laughs> with this oh my stealth gosh. Check. All right. So you're, you're very quiet. Um, you quietly sort of make your way up. 
uh, walk up the stairs. It's a little creaking, but eh, you're able to sort of shift your weight in time before it becomes a big, uh, a big sound. You get your gun, and I assume you, you point it in, kind of as you open the door. Yeah. The door, the door unfortunately, as quiet as you can be, it still makes a little bit of noise, eh, but you know nothing seems stirring or alerted. And you open it up, and whew, it stinks in here. Stinks really bad. Stinks like death. Like right, and you uh, roll a Constitution save. Oh shoot! Um, eleven. Okay, you can't help yourself. You're you're, uh, 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 you're feeling nauseous. It's 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 preventing you from moving forward for a moment. Um, you don't, Ralph, but you have to pull out a bit and get your composure and maybe do something too. Does she at least gag? Yeah, she's gagging. Okay. Okay. Does it sound like this? <laughs> no. Okay. I was wondering. I was wondering where yeah. it was going. <laughs> like, like, no, just not like a. Like, does she imp- gag? I know I don't usually stop the game for important details, but <laughs> important detail is she gagging? Uh, yeah. Can I repeat this to the max? Don't worry. <laughs> we fingered them. We got this. All right. So, um, so as you stop, uh, you can go back in there, but you are worried that you would, you know, have to going forward is going to be kind of tough to do. Okay. Um, along the porch or maybe on the ground, are there rocks that I could set in the doorway to keep the doors open? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a stone in there that you could use to wedge the door open. Cool. And it's just one door, front door. It's not a double door. Thing. Yeah. No, no. It's okay. just one front door. Cool. So I'll wedge the door open. How many windows are along the front? Um, there's one larger sort of pane of window in the front on the first floor, and then two uh, windows up top in the front of the house that you can see. Examining the rest of the exterior is going to take a bit of time, which okay. you can do if you like, though. But Yeah, totally. So what I'll do is with the big front window, I'll take the butt of my gun and I'll start breaking the glass to clear okay. it out. And then okay. I'll start examining the rest of the outside of the house, you just looking, your... looking for doors he could leave from. Okay, so you start, you know, uh, do an investigation check because you are sort of examining the house for escape routes, right? Cool, yeah. Uh, 20 not natural. Okay, so um, you smash in the front windows and then you sort of make your way around the side of the house. You notice that there's like a very small window up there and it's kind of high up, but it's okay. a possible escape route, but you also can't reach it um, yeah. with your gun. And then you walk around to the back and there's a, there's a back door closed. Um, there's a little port, like a, like a porch veranda type thing there. Um, and then two windows, you know, high up on the second floor. And as you make your way back around, there's no windows on the fourth uh, side. And as you walk back around, you see uh, Hope, or not Hope, uh, Varel, Stanley, and Nash sort of casually <laughs> walking walking down <laughs> the road. Cool. Well, I'll give you guys a nod and then I'll head around to the back and I'll look for like a big boulder to put in front of the door at the back because the back door opens out. It opens in. Oh, it opens in. Okay. Okay. Well, never mind then. Right. Yeah, like it's a way that you could proceed because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be stinky in there is to maybe wrap something on your face if you had like a handkerchief or something. Might be a idea okay all right so you put the rock in there you secure it open um and so the place is starting to ventilate did you open the second story you shoot them out or anything no no not at all yeah the house is completely still but you the tracks yet are evident and and varel you see the 
it's pretty plain for everyone now because you're not on a main road with a whole bunch of other crap on it to see like a pretty fresh set of bootsteps making their way to this house. And uh, you guys are all together outside of the house. And then as, as you sort of stand there and not say too much, one of you, uh, Stanley, you look over at a house and you see a woman with her blinders. As soon as you see her, she shuts it. At another, at a different house? Yeah, at a different house. Are we certain he's in there? It, the steps lead in there. I'm not sh- uh, sure if it's actually him, but it smells like death in there. Yeah, and I'll start ripping off ask, some of my shirt to wrap around my face. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation to create a sensory effect under my nose of a strong, pleasant, fresh, like, sterile smell. Oh, you're my favorite all of a sudden. This is good. You can do that? I can. Uh, I... I need to understand what you're doing. You're, you're creating a nice smell under your noses? Yeah. So it doesn't stink, so we can stand it. You know, it. like the stuff in, um, in morgues when they're, you know, doing an autopsy, they put the little stuff under their nose? No, I didn't know. I never, I never knew what that was. Oh, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like casinos in Vegas, which I just got back from. They have that vanilla air being pumped into everything to make you feel like they're not surrounded by 400 million cigarettes. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it's like a very strong, sterile smell. It's not pleasant, but it's better than... You know the smell of death. Okay, they, so they you can put you it can, under you, their nose. You can create the odor. Okay, yeah, let's do that now. And it lasts an hour. All right. So everyone's got. Does it look like anything? Uh, no. Does everyone have like a little Hitler mustache? <laughs> 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 okay. And how do you? How does it work for Varel? Because I think his nostrils maybe you might have to cast it twice. Just. Uh, technically, I think I can only cast this three times. Okay, so somebody's going to have to man up. <laughs> I'll, I've already ripped the bottom of my shirt and wrapped it around okay. my face. Well, who so. have you cast it on, Stanley? So far, only myself. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, I've been in work. So I've no one just... else knows that. No one else knows that you're fine. You can just pretend to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, this is typical Doesn't Stanley. Yeah. Well, Why so have far... we beaten up the house? Because it smells really bad in there. I'm trying to to get the air out. I'll have a whiff. You take a big whiff and it's it's the smell of rank and decay, like a but concentrated inside this house in a way that doesn't happen in the open desert. It smells foul and unnatural, and it's it's revolting to you as well. It's making you feel a weird feeling in your your stomach, and you still have a lot of indigestion from yesterday's feast. It's unpleasant. Morel, yeah. do you want me to do something about that smell? I can, I can put something in its place magically if it's bothering you. Uh, yes, that would be delightful if we plan to venture into this uh, particular hellhole. Alright, well, I can make it about the size of a, a hand, so I would just place it on his whole snout. Oh, like a set of headphones, but for ears. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, I mean... Nosbuds. <laughs> right. like, it's like headphones, but it's for ears. And yeah, like, yeah. Headphones what? for ears. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right. So now all of a sudden you smell it smells worse. It smells like <laughs> a pleasant odor. Like a pleasant odor for soft people that aren't tough. 
Oh, this smells like the Dust Hill Daycare. <laughs> <laughs> and while we're at it, I'll go ahead and apply it to Nash as well. Without warning. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and all of a sudden, Nash, it smells like... It smells like a Grandpa's house. Mm. Is that is that what that smells like? I don't know. Sure. Sure. You don't have to describe the smell. I I am actually not sure. I just I feel like it smells good, so I know Voril doesn't like it. It's Mm. uh, it's like a hospital room right after they've cleaned it. Yeah. Oh. I'm picturing like hot cafeteria. Yeah, like it's exceptionally sterile and not not good, but it seems clean. Which is its own kind of crappy smell. I I get it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, well, I'm hit with it suddenly, and I look—I I sideways glance at Stanley because I know it must be him doing this. And I go, "You're welcome, jackass!" Under my breath. <laughs> <laughs> well, shall we get to investigating? Sounds good. Let's go. All right. Who's? What's the? What's the march order inside the house? Um, I could take up the rear. Seems like you're a front lead. kind of person. Yeah. I said to you guys, what's your march order? I would go Somebody anywhere, so I'm not... I like Varel in front, just kind of the old tank in front kind of plan. Stanley is not exceptionally invested at the moment, so he's kind of hanging back watching what everybody's doing, but going along. Kind of Bill Murray and Ghostbusters. All right, I'll go first, and I'll be like, Varel, Nash, Stanley, are you ready? All right, and so I'll start walking Pharrell, up Nash, the steps. Stanley, going Lead the way. I will follow. I've never been in one of these right, things. Okay, so you head into the house in the first floor. That's terrible. You've got your cloth over there. It's, it's a large room. There's a dining table. It's very sparsely. In fact, it's not decorated at all. It has a dining table. There's a kitchen area. Looks like it's seen use. There are dirty dishes in the sink uh, area. And there's a set of stairs going up. Do they all smell like this? And, no. and the the stronger part of the smell is coming from the set of stairs going upstairs versus, you know, other parts as it's clearing out from the window you opened. All right, I'll head to the stairs. Okay. You just walk up the stairs. They make a ton of creaks. It's all just like shitty lumber sort of put together. It looks like if you were to think of it nowadays, if you've ever been to a camp or some kind of hunter's lodge or something like that, it looks very, just very wood, no decorated. And you, you walk up the stairs and there's a bit of give. You can feel that some of the wood's rotten, but it doesn't give or anything. You place your feet carefully, and everything's fine, but you notice the structural integrity of the stairs is quite weak. Um, is everyone else following Hope up the stairs? Yeah. I okay. I, I want it. I'll be at the very <clears throat> Okay, and so as you, as you um, head up to the room, you see uh, there's a hallway up there, and there are two open doors into two, like, Looks like bedrooms. Looks like there's a bed in there and a night table in both of them. And the door at the end of the hall that is closed. And stench is much stronger up here. Now you walk carefully down the hall looking left and right. And you don't see anything in the... You clear those rooms like police. And then you sort of look at that door at the end of the hall. It's very dark down that hall. And you see the closed door. Who's directly in front of me in the order right now? Nash. Nash. Yeah. What? Do you think we should have left someone at the front door to make sure he doesn't go running out of it? Well, we thought of the back door. I don't know why we didn't think of the front door. It's a good point. I'm I'm going to go wait by the door. Okay, I'm going to pretend it's not because you're a weenie and go ahead. You go ahead. 
You go watch the front door. I remove the press the digitation from Nash's nose and walk oh. back to the front door. Uh, roll a constitution check. Oh, now. man. I get inspiration or anything because I came you from the solar mines. You, you have inspiration from episode like two. I'm not using it here. It's a dumb idea to use it here. Okay. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Okay. Uh, saving throw. No. It says. Oh, it is a saving throw. Constitution. Yes. Uh, 18. Oh, wow. Okay. You hold, you hold, you fight back the gag, gagging reflex. You're like, it doesn't feel good. You can't spend too much longer in here. Um, so we'll check in with you in a little bit, but, uh, dick move st- definitely from Stanley. Um, <laughs> all right. So, uh, again, this little interaction happens, uh, Stanley, I guess you're going back to the front door where it smells nice. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Make sure nobody runs out the front yeah, door. What's, what's the range on your, uh, spell? Oh, for press the digitation. Yeah. It's a good point. It's 10 feet. <laughs> okay. So, so as you walk away, it also happens to Varel. Varel, constitution. <laughs> Love it. 13, 12, 12. Okay, it's getting real bad. You're, he might like the new smell better, though. Your stomach, you feel bu- bubbling in your stomach. Um, and, and like, you're like, I, I don't, I don't think they have the same gag reflexes, uh, lizard folk, but you like hope you look back at because you hear this weird sound. You see him making these weird faces, like, oh, it, it's totally cat like. It's definitely a oh, oh. He's not Ralphin yet, but he's close. He's, he's definitely behaving strangely. Are there any windows up in the? So there's like two bedrooms on the side. Any have yeah, windows? Yeah, yeah, they do have windows. All right, I'll run over to one. Is does it have a a mechanism of some kind? Yeah, you just turn the thing that holds it sealed closed, and you can just. I have no idea what that is. I punch open the window and stick my head out. <laughs> All right, attack roll, please. Okay. Punch the window with an 11. All right, you smash it. Shove my head out. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! All right, you feel relief. Stanley! Uh, this is the back. You're in the back of the house, so there's no Stanley there. Oh. But, uh, there is a house, I think, across the street from it, and you see a little girl in the window with like a little crappy rag doll, and she goes, <laughs> that doesn't work. Whoa, that's a <laughs> little girl. You yeah. were quick she to have that, but that's terrifying. That's not canon. She's just in the window of her own house, and she's just staring at you. Yeah. Hello. Oh, it's nice out here. Well, she can't hear you. She's behind the window. Well, maybe she can hear you like, like oh, you know. Yeah. All right, so what are we doing in this hallway, Hope? I'm waiting. I'm not opening this door without <laughs> Big Lizard. Okay. All right. Let's check for tracks. <gasps> and I'll come back in and I'll run over and look at the ground. Okay. Are you, are, are you actually able to hold your breath for a long period of time because you're losing folk? Is that uh, a thing? I can. Are you amphibious? I get swim speed. I don't think I have anything about holding my breath, though. Oh, wait. Hold breath. Ooh. I can hold my breath up to 15 minutes at a time. Oh, geez. <laughs> oh, well, there, there was, I was thinking that was a thing. So you might, you could actually be I okay. I suddenly remembered I'm pretty good at this. So you go. <laughs> Cheeks out, walk back in, thumbs up. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. I'll, Varel, would you be okay opening this door? I don't know what's behind it. Thumbs up, fingers to eyes, look at the floor, and I do a. Uh, survival check for boots. 
Okay. With a 22. Mm, nice. Okay. So, um, you, you, the trail's cold here as far as the boots leading into the house. Uh, definitely the dust on the ground looks like nothing's been unsettled for a, a little bit now. I'll point at it. Shake my head. I'll point at the door and nod. And I'll look back at Nash. Be like, Nish, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, I nod back. I'll get in a charge position. I'll get my gun ready. All right. And I'll run forward and break open the door. All right. The attack roll, please. Cool. It's uh, 10. Strike. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, roll damage dice. It's like unarmed strike. Yeah. Seven. Okay. So um, you run to the door. Boom. Smash it. The door. The hinges rip off and the door comes off wholesale and flies into the back of the room. Poof. You open it up and a wave of the most putrid smelling smell hits both you and uh, Nash. Um, and hope you can really smell it through your shirt too. You're just this close to being affected by it. A tear, you see tears. The lizard looks, Vorel looks back at you, you see tears. See little water coming out, which you don't, I don't think lizards cry, but this is really bad. And Nash, you have to roll a saving throw for your oh constitution, please, as, as a wave of olfactory horror moves its way down the hallway. All right. Um, sorry. I wasn't ready for that. Okay, here we go. Oh, a one. Okay. That's it. You just projectile vomit. Oh, <laughs> Wave it's it. Like it's like a it's like an acid splash, but a barf on the wall across from you. <laughs> and you're just like and you have you have to run or you're gonna start suffering damage soon. It's like your guts are just <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um but you're still there. We'll leave you there for now. We'll describe what's in the room. Which uh, Varel, you look back, you smell, and then you look in front of you, and you see a corpse. It's bloated, like so. It's just it must have been in here maybe for a month. It is all bloated and just pussy, and you see maggots crawling all over it, and and it's just disgusting. There's a corpse in here. It's so gross, and it's like only got pants on. It's I guess a humanoid male, but it doesn't resemble anything it must have looked like in life. It's purple and black. And like the blood like sort of seeping out of it. It's like black and gross. And you notice what's standing out at you most of all about this corpse is that there is um looks like a cut in an L shape on its chest, as if, if the flap was opened and then reclosed, and it looks like it's stitched up a little bit very loosely. It's disgusting. Oh no. There's also in the room a bed and there is a night table and a chest that is open and you can see that there are items inside the chest. Does it look like there might be something sewn Oh, sorry, sorry, the... sorry. The the other things that's important about oh, the corpse that you notice, the other that you notice right away is that its eyeballs have been removed. There's nothing in the eye sockets and all the fingers are cut off. So the hands Jeez. have no fingers on them. And those look like they've been removed intentionally. So no eyes, no fingers. And um, there is an L-shaped stitching, cut and stitching on his chest. And uh, across from there, you see like um, 
you see a note on the nightstand and a chest opened up with items inside of it. Also on the ground, too, underneath him where there's blood, you do see, like, oily, greasy stains sort of in this, like, circle around him, too. Like, it's not like a puddle, but it's just, like, grease swaths. Ground, the floor around it, the corpse is very dirty. Any windows in here? Uh, Yeah, there are two windows leading to the front, top two windows. Cool. I will proceed into the room and bust both those windows. Uh, roll attack. Roll two attack dice. Cool. A fifteen and a fifteen. All right, and your damages for both. Seven and four. Yep, you uh, psh, psh, break them both open. The smell starts to taper down a bit. Nash, you start to feel a little relief, even though it's bad. You like you've got your cloak now and your whole from that helps a little bit like you're doing right now yeah, actually seriously this is the subconscious <laughs> thing that's been happening I'm doing this um yeah so you 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 feel like you'd be free to be in the room even though it stinks you've gotten over the, there's a big splat of projectile vomit what did you eat last night anyway sand remember. squid probably knowing this down so it's sand squid legs and yeah. brown crap yeah and, and alphagettis and i'm fuming at stanley because i know i took it away the smell protector um there's also, um, what else we see here? No, that's all you can see for now. You don't see exactly what's in the chest, so I'll leave it to you guys to tell me what you want to do. Cool. If I'm over by the windows and just had busted them, I will pick up the word sheets and hand it to Hope. The word, <laughs> the word sheet. <laughs> all right, I'll it. take the word sheet and I'll read it out loud. Okay, it's written in common, and on it it says, Timber... Tell the jeweler time is milk and we have waited long enough. Signed, the Red Scarlet. Mm. And I'll I'll point at the body and I'll stick my head out the window. Okay. And out the window, kind of looking back over my shoulder, I'll say, Timber! Timber had the deed! (gasps) And then head back in. Hmm. I'll go. Um, Burrell, do you have a knife on you by any chance? I do if he doesn't. Oh, okay. Do you? Um, so I'll go over to Nash. May I borrow this? I'll ask if I can borrow the knife. And I go, oh, yeah, take it. Take it. Thanks. You can go downstairs if you want. Uh, <laughs> can I, might, be all right. <clears throat> I might kill him. I'm glad you're taking my knife because you freaking made it. <laughs> He made this mess, by the way. Remember this later. If you're all grossed out, it was Stanley's freaking fault. Anyway, take my knife. What are you doing with it? What do you need my knife for? Uh, don't don't look in the room. And I'll walk to the corpse, and I'll look at the stitching on the chest, and I'll cut it, and then I'll lift the flap. You know, maybe they stuck something in there. Okay. Um, roll. Uh... Like, I guess it's medicine because you're corpse handling. So roll the medicine oh. check to see how you do cutting open the corpse. Uh, 18. Okay. So very nimbly undo the stitches. Very carefully not to upset or cause anything to maybe burst and splash all over you, right? It's oh. very gross. And you go, and you open, you open the flap open, 
Um, so you sort of lift it up and you just see guts. And then you sort of turn it over and you see this, like on the inside part of the skin, like a light glowing. And so you look at it just to get a better sense. You see a, a glyph start warming up and glowing in intensity until then you hear a whoa, 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 and then and there's a giant explosion oops, of, of acid filled the room. Uh, let's see. And this Q and Varel that are in there. Okay, so the glyph explodes in a 20-foot radius, and it's 5d8 of acid damages. Is that per person? Well, it's AoE. Oh. Right? Should it affect us the same? Oh, man. Uh, 24 points of damage. Holy shite! Hope. All right, I've got one point of health. We're good. I have two. I do have my barbarian advantage against effects. Oh, sorry. Each creature must make a dexterity saving throw. I forgot. I left that out. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, thank the Lord on high. When I say, no, no, you got, you're not in there, Nash. You're in the hallway. Oh, I'm in the hall? Oh, good. Yeah, you're not in there. It's it's okay now. So, what did I say? What did I say it was for you, 24, uh, Hope? Yeah, yeah, 24. Okay, so damage. if you save your decks, it'll be half damage. Okay, Please I got a 12. Uh, dexterity saving throw. What's the dex? I guess it's 10 without. I think the save this the spell DC is going to be 10 because of it's not like a living creature, right? Or no, it would be whoever made it. Let me okay, sorry. I have to get find out some information. Mm. The wizard network. <laughs> oh no. It was looking good for a minute. It looked bad, then it looked good, and now it's questionable again. Yeah, no, you didn't save. Sorry. I got um, 19. You got 19? Is that even a save? Oh my god. If that's not a save, what the hell is? Yeah, 20 save. It's it's close though, just for the record. Alright, so if it's acid-based damage and I'm saving from it, could I be yeah, thrown out the a, window? If you have any resistances to it, that would be a thing. Okay, so I actually rolled 30 points of damage for you, um, but so you take half because you saved, so 15. But you, okay. you're covered, covered in magical damage, so it doesn't melt any of your items, but, you know, your skins are on fire and um, you're on death's door. Uh, hope it's, it's just winded you completely and you're Curled up in the fetal position, puking my guts out. Yeah, and the Too walls, much. the walls, and everything are now been covered in this, and the wood is starting to, you know, eat away and corrode a little bit. Um, this whole room is, is looking very different than it was a second ago, and you're just kind of in shock. You're just like, ah, as you sort of like are, are washing acid damage, acid, acid splashes that fill the room, and and the corpse, of course, also exploded. So in addition to the explosion of the acid, the corpse, you're, you got like intestine hanging off the side of one of your horns, and this is like blood and black, like black blood and maggots on you, and Varel. Um, Varel, there's like a maggot crawling around your nose a little bit, and, and you've got blood, like, and it's, you guys stink. <laughs> now the smell is all over you. Constitution saves for both of you too, please. Hearing the explosion, I would be making my way up there. Okay. 20, not natural. Okay, so you guys again are able to hold your yourselves together without Ralphing, <laughs> but 
<laughs> You're, you guys are both in really bad shape, and the note is completely destroyed uh, as a result as well. <clears throat> Okay. Cool. You're you're standing, right, Hope? I would imagine I got knocked back against the wall, and now I'm kind of waking up from it. Okay, I'm over by the window. What I'm going to do is grab that chest. If it's open, I'll slam it shut and chuck it out the window. Okay. Um, athletics, please. Okay. A eight. Okay. Are you throwing this to be careful of its contents, or is it is it a violent throw? Uh, it is a yeah, it's a pretty violent throw. I don't know, okay. the, but clearly Hope was interested okay. in this when we entered mm -hmm. in. So I'm getting out of here. This is step one out the window. Okay, so it's pretty easy for you to pick up and for you to throw out the window. Now I'd like for you to do a sleight of hand check, please. Okay. Ooh, natural twenty. Okay, so. Uh, you give it a light little toss, and it lands perfectly into the dirt without upsetting any of its contents. Okay, I start climbing out the window, and I put my hand back for hope. I'll, I'll go. I'll make my way doubled over. Okay. Keep in mind, pain. it's about a 30-foot about a drop down from the second floor to the first floor if you're jumping off. Oh, there's no little, uh, little doodad over the front porch? No. Oh, well, wait. You're on the second floor right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, back, it's, so it's slowed just down. Oh, it's just a straight jump. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then I would put out my hands like a like a. You might, you might be able to carry. lower her and make it less than thirty foot feet of a drop. Got one health. I'm not. No, no, no. I, I just, I turn to her and I put that hand out, and if she takes okay. it. Are you I, jumping out the window? Are we still. Yeah. No, I'm jumping out the am, window. Am I up the stairs yet? <laughs> yeah, you're, up the, you're up the stairs. The the it smells in there. I'm I'm gonna shake my head and start crawling. To the hallway. Okay. I'll I'll run over and pick her up, and we'll run Let down the go. hallway. Okay. Uh. Well, that's a. Did you accept his pickup? Yeah, but I'll fight. Sounds like it's play. It's play fighting. Um. Uh, so so, I, I, so I know you're fighting. It's a grapple then. If like, I'm just saying, if you're fighting against it. Oh no, I'm not yeah. actually. It's gonna be more surprised and put me down. I'm. I'm tough. Okay, okay so see. I've kind of got you by like the clothes scruff, and my cheeks are all puffed out, and I'll look at you with a hmm. A, a what? Hmm? <laughs> Just get me out. <laughs> and I'll start running again. Okay, with her down the hall. All right. All right, so you run, Stanley. You just see a lizard careening down the hallway. You get to the top of the stairs. You see Nash sitting on the ground with the puke on the other side of the wall. <laughs> and you see a lizard holding, you see Varel holding uh, Hope barreling down the, the, the hallway in your direction. What the hell happened? <laughs> get out. Get out of the house. You, you, have to, you, you have to move out of the way now or... No, I would let them pass to not get run over by a giant lizard. Okay, so you, you hug the wall and Varel and, and Hope quickly run down the stairs and whoop, one of the steps gives away and your foot uh, seems like it's going to fall through. Varel, make a dexterity check, please. Dexterity check. I'm aware, so I get advantage. Uh, Twelve. Okay, uh, your foot falls through uh, and you get stuck. <laughs> your foot falls through. Boom. Uh, let me roll a bit of damage here. As you take about six points of damage, as like you do the splits, like in a really bad oh. way. Like one foot's through the legs, the other one's going down the stairs, and you just body does this awkward thing, falls to the side, drops hope, not from a high enough space 
to cause any damage to hope, but you do have like another bruise now. Like you just feel like a lump on your head starting to form as you just like hit the ground. Um, so you hit the ground. I hope uh, Varel's hanging now. His leg, his foot stuck in the staircase. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things he's just up there, a lot of pain, but holding it in because he's still holding his breath. I, I, go, I go over um, and help Varel climb out. So before before that, I just oh, you hit okay. your your head hits the ground, hope, and you sort of look and and then you see um, again spot where dirt is unsettled and footsteps leading towards the kitchen area. Um, so Stanley, uh, hope uh, you want to help Varel out of the stairwell. Yeah. The stairwell. Okay. Exactly how? Uh, offering a arm to help him pull himself out with. Okay. An athletics check. From me or Ralph? From you. Oh, From okay. you. Four. Okay, so <laughs> you sort of pick up him you try to pick him up by the I guess the armpits, you know, and just lift him up and, and nothing it's just more like you're hugging him and nothing's really happening even though you're pulling. He's very heavy as it turns out. Nash can you make yourself useful and help over here? Oh, yeah. What? Tell me what to do, dude. I'm barely, I'm going to hurl again. What do you need? All right. I reapply the press the digitation smell to oh. both of them. Oh, that's better. Great. Get over here and help us lift Varel out. All right. I get, I'm, I'm going to go over there and grab whatever part of him I can and help. Okay. Uh, so I guess. Are you, Borel, are you going to help them lift you out, or you're just... Oh, totally. Yeah, all right, so everyone roll a dice. Let's make a group athletics check, please. Okay. 19. There we go, 19. 20. Okay. Sweet, 19. and you you lift Borel square out of the out of the hole and the stair. There's now one step missing. Got to be careful coming up and down the stairs. I hope you get off, get up and dust yourself off. And, um, yeah. Kitchen. And I'll oh. walk into the kitchen. Oh, thank you, Stanley. But I'm I'm sorry, and I'll and I'll even touch his shirt. I've oh I've made such a mess, and I'm making worse of a mess as I smear it around. Oh I'm, I'm oh I'm sorry. Thank <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> hey, he was covered in, in in you know black blood and guts and maggots and stuff still. So as he cleans you, he just end up with more maggots and blood on you. All right. Um, well, you walk seeing as we're kitchen. touching anyway, I cast cure wounds on Varel. Okay. And you are going to get back 10 hit points. Nice. That's only five and down. Nice job. Seeing that Hope is in a bad spot, I assuming you're not running away just yet, I will be casting Cure Wounds on her as well. I can do a second wind as well, so you don't have to use yours if you want to hold on to it. I mean, you look like you're in pretty bad shape. Are you sure you're going to be okay? I'll take it. I'm sorry. Yes. All right. We'll hold off then. All right. So hope you, you in your excitement, you're like, ah, screw heels, whatever. You know, you walk to the, walk to the, to an area where there's a cupboard and the steps seem to stop at this sort of shelving. It's like shelf with, it's got like spices and a little bit of dried food and boxes on it. seems like the footsteps go under and stop right at it. Cool. I'll take this time to cast second wind on myself. Okay. So I get 10 HP back. Borel, what happened up there? 
it exploded. It was it was trapped. The body. The oh, when did you leave? Around the time you were going up the stairs. Oh, there was a door, and it was full of bad smells. So we broke the windows for fresh air, and we read the word sheet and found out it was timber. But timber was full of dynamite, and so he exploded. <laughs> I was well, in the hall. sounds like you all had yourself a little adventure, and now we're following what exactly, Hope? You see the footsteps. They, they lead here to the cupboard. But but they stop, they disappear. So maybe maybe there's a secret a secret door or something, and I'll start rifling around the cupboards. Well, oh, secrets! This we is a should... town of thieves. Before it gets stolen, and I head outside to grab the chest. Okay. Hey, you pick up the chest, or you bring it in the house? Yeah, I bring it into the the foyer. Okay, you bring it into the foyer and <laughs> put it down. And there's a chest there for someone to examine, should they wish to. I think we should exercise caution, seeing as we've already set off one trap. Uh, maybe our sorcerer would be able to detect any sort of arcane booby traps before they go off. Gladly. I swoop up there, feeling actually a lot better now. I've lot, I don't have any food left in me. I'm, I'm doing better. Uh, Arcana check. This, that's not great. Eight. Okay, so you check for for magical traps, and and there's nothing inherently mm, that you can detect magical about it, with the knowledge that it would require to be a hundred percent sure there was no traps on it would require powerful magic design to search for this kind of thing, which you don't know. So, as far as you can tell, there's no magical traps or magical anything related to okay. this. There's chest. nothing. I detect nothing. You're going to have to find another way to see if this thing's going to screw us over or not. Well, if we are going to open it, we should still be careful. Just because it's not magical doesn't mean there isn't a mechanical trap of some kind. Agreed. I don't open things anymore, so someone else is going to have to do it. Doesn't someone well, before have we a... open it, I'll go over to the chest and start looking through it. Doesn't Varel have like a... <laughs> It was open in the room, and then Varel closed it. Oh, so right. okay. It was it because you could see what was inside. Uh, yeah. Well, at least Varel and, and Hope knew this information. So, Hope, are you you're going to look into it then? Yeah. All right. So you open up the chest, and you see a couple of items in there. Um, there are uh, it's about bags of gold in there. Hard to say how much, but if you had to take a rough guess, looks like four or five hundred. So we'll say five hundred, roughly, gold in the chest. You see, there's a, a printed page in there, and it looks like it's a recruitment brochure for some organization called the Liberators. You know, come join the fight, free the people of Slave Town, join the Liberators today. It's like this oh. brochure. It's like stating the sort of mission statement of the organization. There's also um, sort of a sketch, a rather well-done sketch of a woman. And uh, the name on the bottom says Catherine on another piece of parchment. Also in there, there's um, this long barrel revolver. And it's got the word freedom etched in its side. And there's a couple of silvered bullets uh, sitting in there. Silver? Two, two gun casings. Ooh. 
and uh, you sort of pick up the gun and take a look at it, and you can see, judging by like some of the dirt on the edge of the barrel, that this gun has seen recent use. Nice. Apart from that, there's just little pieces of clothing in there. Looking at the uh, sketch, is it anybody we would have recognized from the town so far? Not a woman you've seen before. She has like this sort of look of refinement to her, like a, like a sturdiness, but also a beauty about it um, from the picture. Hi, like um, regal is the word, I guess. Regal. I like that. Seeing the picture, uh, does it look like the doodles we've seen before? Is this the Hillmaster's hand? No, this looks like a okay. different hand. The art style is distinct. Are they hot pictures? <laughs> well, <laughs> this, is a, this is a drawing, and it's very much a, there isn't a hotness to it, I suppose. At least by our day standards. It's a you know woman sitting in a chair looking off. Into, and it says Catherine on it. It says Catherine on the bottom. So that's the and there's speckles. a quote, like quotation marks, Catherine. Yes, the speckles, as we've heard her name. That would be my guess as well. So we have Timber upstairs, who had the deed, and this is Catherine, who turned in the deed. We have the deed. No, but Timber upstairs had the deed at some point before he was bomb-inserted. I think the note might have been for Timber. Mm. So we don't know whose body it was that just exploded, for sure. Well... We a glyph on the inside? We have a mysterious caster of some kind hiding in the basement. Should we see to that, or do we want to lock it off and call it a day? It's six in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> Time it too early. Turn in early. Hmm. Maybe seven now, but the adventuring day started an hour ago at six a.m. I raise my hand slowly and go basement. <laughs> On that note, it's break time. Yeah, right. dude. <laughs> That's right. I love the way you did that. Basement. All right, basement. let's take a fifteen. Taking a fifteen or ten, eh, or so, something like that. Everybody, come back in about ten minutes. And uh, we'll see you then. All right? All right. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We're back. Hi. Uh, where were we? Um, um, we were... Uh, I, I want to go into the basement. In the main floor, examining the chest, and there was a basement from Nash. Mm -hmm. Would it be possible to take a short rest? Would everyone be cool with that? Yeah. I never took okay. any damage from the thing you guys got hit with. I just barfed. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. How long is the short rest? Uh, we can make it 15 minutes. Uh, the house rule of short rest is an hour according to rules, but oh, gotcha. 15 minutes for a short rest will be fine if that's what you want to do. Cool. Good. Make there's like there's some ingredients to make a there's like dried sand squid on the pantry shelves if you want to make yourself a snack that isn't your own rations. Hmm. I mean, we certainly can if. He has another way out of the basement. We're giving him plenty of time to make a getaway, however. I'm going to just tell you that explosion was loud. Yeah. There's not a lot of subtlety going on right now. It's true. 
100% good with the rest, but we need to go to that basement. Though. So we are we resting or not? <laughs> well, I haven't cast shit, and I'm also full health, so I'll stay yeah, up. Your te- your, your, yeah, but it's your teammates are <laughs> can't say you. the same for the team. No, no, no. What I'm saying is I would be happy to post-watch the entire freaking time. Okay. If it helps us make sure we go into the basement the, and he doesn't the, sneak out. The short out. rest doesn't necessarily involve napping. It can just be sitting and just cool. Wiping off. off the dead man. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean sleep. It can just mean just sitting and okay, you know, getting yourself together. Like after, you know, uh, play rec league soccer and then you go sit down after sure. you know, exerting yourself. Yeah, just, uh... <laughs> just huddle in a semicircle around the bookshelf. And just uh, talk about our if you day. want to have any social interactions with each other, try and prove your, your friend score with Nash. You can do that now. There we go. There we go. Also, the gold. What are we doing with the gold? We should divvy up the gold. Was my gold lost last time I got kidnapped and left by the well? <laughs> yeah, you have zero gold currently. Yes. I could use some of that gold. <laughs> if you guys remember... I mean, I just need walk-in cash. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want for much be, in this world. It'd be one twenty-five gold each if you divvy it up evenly. I'll do that. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. All right. One twenty-five each. Mm-hmm. And uh, is anyone claim, like claiming freedom? The gun marked freedom. Itch. Oh yeah, I'll claim it. I got it. I'll bring it with. Okay. Um. All right. And you said three silver bullets? Three silver bullets. Okay, cool. All right. So you have a gun named Freedom. I have to make a note for myself, actually. Okay. And I'm going to uh, cast, I guess, release, because I've been keeping the smell thing going. I'm going to release the smell, uh, press the digitation from Nash. And uh, do a cleaning press the digitation around the around the horn, basically get the body off. Oh, you're gonna clean hope with the press the digitation. <laughs> Thank you, well, myself as well, because Varel did a little pansy uh, <laughs> in the hall. All right, so hope and hope and Stanley are now clean, clean, cleansed of corpse and acid. You know, detritus. And uh, yeah, the, the smell is no longer because the windows are now open. It stinks. It's a terrible place to rest, but it's not affecting you physically anymore. You said there was a nice pile of dust that, that their chest landed in outside. I'll go take a bit of a, a dirt bath. Okay. Yeah, so kneel, sure. kneel into the sand and just start working it up and basically <laughs> turn the blood and viscera to mud till it gets dry and then it falls off the scales because you know, th- those things ain't absorbent. Right. Yeah, that sounds researched. I love it. Um, <laughs> how do you clean yourself with sand? It's perfect. Uh, okay, so now you are clean as well during the rest. Awesome, and I will take hit points as well when I do that. Yeah, so, so. you can expend hit dice as you see fit. Can do. Awesome. Was there so anything you... else of interest up there? Hope before it all exploded. There was the man with the L stitched into his belly i thought there was going to be something in there but as soon as i cut this skin this glyph showed up and is there uh like dust on the floor where i could draw the glyph yeah you could draw the, the glyph it sort of looked like a 
It has a straight line down and had like an arrow pointed at the bottom, and there's like an S sort of oh. shape through the line. So that's what it looked like. And then it just exploded. It would seem whoever we're dealing with is some formidable practitioner of magic. Invisibility, the ability to split into multiple people, and now potentially to lay a magical trap. We're was, going to need to be very careful. Wasn't there a kid? There was a kid. What? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I didn't see a child. Wasn't there a kid? Pharrell, was there a kid? Out the window with a doll. Oh. Nash, right. are you concerned about a child across the street? Maybe. I just you remember. You didn't see me. It was, not... I remember something about a kid, and then I got sick, and I can't remember what the hell happened to it. Could she be the wizard? No. <laughs> <laughs> but this is magic. <laughs> just making sure we don't need to do anything with her. It was a doll? I can't remember what happened to the kid, for real. DM, help me. You didn't me. even see her. Oh, I was in the hallway. <laughs> I never saw the kid. Never mind. I heard you guys Bro, say something about a kid. how's the kid doing? I haven't checked. <laughs> I did see, uh, before we came in here, there was a neighbor giving us a look out the window. Have a history of just interesting confrontations when I go to investigate what people are doing on their own, and I felt more pressing to come in here, but might be worth checking out, see if she knows anything. It's a great idea. Basement first. All right, we'll do the basement first. That's why we're all huddled around here. <laughs> okay, and in the room, you know, again, it's sparsely decorated, there's a thick layer of dust on the ground. Apart from the footsteps you've made, you do see footsteps leading towards this um, the set of cupboard, the set of shelves, right? That doesn't look like it's attached to the wall or anything. The footsteps stop there. And uh, Hope, at one point, you did clear off shelves and stuff, but you didn't find any anything, like a switch or a handle or anything there. Okay. Can now, I... one thing oh, that's worth noting, perhaps, is if this was the house that belonged to the magic fellow from earlier... Uh, this flyer talking about them wanting to be liberators, there's a good chance that this is a person who could actually aid us instead of opposing us. I don't know if we want to go in there guns blazing, so to speak. I think that's fair. Yeah, we let him talk. And we see what he knows. Morel, do you have a thought? Another faction wanting the deed, in my opinion. Well, that's a good point. If you were to give the deed to anybody, what would you do with it, Varel? Before he died, I would have given it to the sheriff. Well, it's not going to do him much good anymore. Nope. Hope, what about you? If you had the deed right now, who would you give it to? I'd probably just burn it. Nash? Yeah. What would you do with the deed? I don't know. Probably look at it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd I'd look it over. I'd read it. 
would probably, <laughs> if you guys weren't here, I'd probably sell it. You know, I'm beginning to understand why you are a sorcerer with innate abilities as opposed to a studious type magician <laughs> that has to research and think about things. I'll do that when I'm dead. This is the first <laughs> time we've talked alone, in fact, since we got in this town, yes? Mm. I think that's true. There does appear to be a new option on the table, which involves uh, coercing our fine one-eyed friend into destroying it all for us. The town, you mean? Yes, perhaps he starts at the uh, the slave room and punches a hole there and then goes over and stomps on stumps and then stomps on uh, the jeweler's place and heck stomps on the sheriff's office why not and he lo and behold no one's left to go after us when he, we run with the slaves you'll even get less resistance if I cast the name of the spell I forgot the name of but the one that'll make him double as big as he is now oh my I don't want to do that unless he's down with meaning you know we have to trust this this creature or else I'm not doing that let me ask you Nash do you trust him I mean look he's he's like a child and I knew a fair number of children in the solar mines and some of those kids you know looked up to me I don't want to talk about that because a lot of them are dead now that's a story for a different day but he reminds me of a child, and he's got innocence to him, and I don't think he intends to harm anybody. I could be wrong. So I guess this is just intuition on my part, and I can't do anything with magic to confirm it. But he just seems like a kind of a slow, dumb, softy trapped in the body of a one-eyed, you know, monster. Making him double his size would make quick work of that town, is all I'm saying. I see why you would feel some kinship to him, Nash. It's, uh, it's difficult. I do agree with you, Varel. I think that's not a bad idea. So far, our options have been pretty limited with who we could work with. My only concern would be collateral damage. I mean, if we're going to decide that we don't care about the people from Dust Hill, we could just leave. Yet their home remains on the map, which is ultimately the thing locking us here at the moment. Plus, there are a number of factions that have revealed themselves that seem to just complicate things. We've got dead people, we've got the Red Scarlet. It all hurts my head. None of them seem particularly good. All I know is we got to find out what's in that basement. Let's open her up, then. Let's do it now. Is everyone rested? How's everybody feeling? Much better. Right. Good. You said behind the cupboard? Yeah, you see you see the footsteps there? You see how they just stop? Where did he go? Through the cupboard. Through the cupboards. <laughs> Hold on. Before you smash it, can I... I'd like to check it for magical properties. Perhaps I can reveal a portal to where this man went. Roll an arcana check. There you go. Twenty-two. Okay, so you approach the the set of cupboard shelves and with this a certain sense of grace in your source of the way, you take a warty hand and put it up and feel, 
closing closing your one eye and feel for magical energy in the cupboard. You get nothing. <laughs> That's really going nuts. Is there any scuff in the dust that would imply that it swings open towards us or that the dust was disturbed in any other way beyond the footprints? Investigation? Uh, 21. Mm, yep, yeah, you see, you, you do notice not a scuff, but you notice a, a set of marks matching the foot stand of the cupboard. Uh, sort of a, about a two feet out from where it's currently sitting, as if it was lifted, put there, and then put back. The foot stand of the cupboard? What's a foot stand of a cupboard? Like the legs, right? So you oh. have like a, like a, it's like a big cupboard bookshelf style thing. So the, the feet that sit on the ground have a certain size. It's their feet on the ground, the Oh, like it was just moved and put in front of this position recently. Like it was lifted, put down, and then lifted back. It's very subtle in the in the sort of dirt that you're examining, but you see it. Shall I push? Yeah, push let's, mo- let's move this out of the way. Cool. I'll come at it from the side and push it to where the location he <clears throat> showed it previously was. Okay, so you just push it. And it scrapes along the ground, making this loud noise. And you push it out of the way uh, rather than lift. And underneath the cupboard, you see trapdoor. There's a metal hinges on one side and then a round metal loopy loop. And it's very narrow. Got a squeeze probably to fit in. It's closed currently um, under it. Hmm. Does it Downward. feel magical, Mage? Let me check. <clears throat> Hold on a second. So, again, with great wisdom and stoicism, he. Kneels down and puts his hand on the trap door. Yeah. Closes his eye and searches. I feel it. And then I feel power surging through me. Now, whether or not it finds anything, who knows? But I rolled a natural 20. <gasps> so you sit there for a long time and you make a breath. <laughs> and everyone else is quiet <laughs> upon hearing this. You feel nothing. <laughs> I turn around. But we're absolutely sure no trap. Yeah. I turn around and I just shake my head slowly. There's nothing here. I'll grab the circle. Open then? Open. Open. And I pull open, it open. Pull it open and dank smell. The cool air drafts up uh, from it. And then you, you, it's nothing but darkness down there. And you see a set of stairs of wood narrowly leading down all right who's first i take out my lantern light it and hand it to varel excellent okay and you be uh, are you going down yep i begin to descend so you carefully begin to descend you have to like duck your head in a little bit descends quite a clip looks about 20 stairs in total as you sort of get the first few steps in and take a look, and finally, now the entrance is no longer over top you, and you start to be able to stretch out as you go down one step, two steps, three steps. Now you're nice. about ten steps away from the bottom. Cool. I will stop and turn around and do a scan of the room before putting my feet down. Proper. There's no room. It's, 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 it's ground on either side of you. Looks like it opens up into a room 
at the base. Oh, cool. So I'm still in a hallway containing these stairs. Yeah, very narrow. Like the stairs are like the walls shoulder to shoulder with you and you're midway down the stairs. Okay. There's a room. There's a room beyond. I'll walk down the stairs behind Burrell. Okay. So Hope's joining you now. You have to crouch down and peer in. The light sort of seems to shine and show brick at the base of the stairs, like cement, large cement brick walling. Are we continuing? Yep, continue. Okay, you, you, your foot moves and down to the next step, and you hear a click, and oh, the the stair gives the stair gives way, and the wood paneling actually turns into a slide, and from above you, oil drops down from the top. Uh, dexterity check, please. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Nineteen. Fourteen. Okay, uh, so Hope, you managed to grab on to this little groove in one of the stairs. You're covered in oil and you're sliding. Varel, you're sliding right down. And as you slide down, the floor at the base of the stairs gives way, whew, opens up into a gaping hole, um, and you fall in it. At the base, you see, as you fall in and go, whoa, you see um, large, like, because the lantern's now falling down with you, uh, it smashes. It's, it's a flame in there? Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> it splashes and lights the oil aflame. Whoosh, but you fall into the hole, and uh, you see there's these spikes down there, and you fall down. Whoosh! You take about eight points of damage as one spike pierces uh, one of your legs. Oof. You manage to land somewhat on your feet, but you, you have a spike driven into your leg. It's excruciatingly painful. Um... The uh, the oil is beginning to flame, uh, Hope, and you see the flames like quickly firing their way up uh, towards you. You're pretty close to the door. All right, I'll start trying to climb back up. I'm like, pull me up, pull me up. As my little hands are. You shaking. can't do it on your own. Each time you grab the groove is your one lifesaver. Each time you do it, this, uh, I'll who's... run to the edge. How far down is she? Can you I? Can, reach? You can reach. You can lean in with half your body and reach with your hand, just barely. Looks Nash, like. grab onto my hand, support me. I'm going to try and grab, you know, do a chain sort of thing. You got it, boss. And I do that and uh, okay. so, plant my feet firmly as I can. All right. Uh, you do that. You plant your feet as firmly as you can, bending over uh, at, at the waist. Always bad for your back, but Nash doesn't know that. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and, and Stanley, you lean in um, uh, to go grab. Uh, so I need to make you both have to make a hmm, what skill is this one six acrobatics. i think it's probably an acrobatics is it? check, right okay. you're trying to clasp hands sure and reach so let's do let's do uh let's do acrobatics for the clasp both of you okay 21 no no uh, sorry hope and stanley we'll get to you later oh, oh, sorry, what were we rolling uh, acrobatics please it's a 21 for me okay a 20 not natural Okay, so he slides in, boom, you clasp your hands, muscles ripple, predator clasp up, and he starts to pull, but you you know, you start to get pulled up, but it's not enough. Um, Nash has to help with the pull, so oh, now it's time no. for an athletics check from, from me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have complete confidence in you, Nash. 18, you got this. 18. All right, so with all your might, you heave, pulling... Uh, John by the waist, pulling his body out, thereby pulling 
Stanley and Hope up as as the flames whoosh, fire up. Hope's able to scramble out real quickly, and you guys all land in a pile at the top of the stairs, and flame a, a, a jet of flame sort of whoosh, billows out of the trapdoor hole. And then as quickly as it lit up, it starts to expire, but there's smoldering wood now. There's a lot of smoke making it hard to breathe. This house sucks. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Completely agree. I forgot where. Varel, are you all right down there? Yeah, Varel. I've been pierced through the leg. <laughs> Did you say pissed or pierced? Pierced. All right. And no big deal if it was just pee. That's my whole point. If it was pierced, it's different. <laughs> if you peed, it's all right. Wipe yourself off. Press to digitate. Just come upstairs, but he's pierced. He's got a hole in him now. Am I on fire? You're not on fire. The okay. oil is like covering the stairs. It didn't, it's not really. It's not. It's, it's dripping down some of the oil, but it's getting burnt up by the fire, so it doesn't really make it down. Cool. In, in a way, the the fire sort of saved you from it pouring into. Mm. Nice. Cool. Are the the hole, you're able. Still... It, the hole's only about. Uh, uh, it's about 10 feet, so with a jump, you think you could make the ledge to climb out? Okay, cool. I will try to pull myself out then. Okay. Athletics? With a 21. Okay. So you grab on, pull yourself out, put hands down, grab yourself, and <laughs> grab yourself. I mean, pull, <laughs> grab the ground and pull yourself out of um, the hole. Now, you have dark vision? No. I do not. No. So uh, there's nothing but blackness now. You do see the light from the trapdoor behind you up against the wall, but there is a lot of it's through smoke. And there's a bit of light emanating off the wood that's kind of burning. Now, instead of a stairwell, it's just this narrow passage. So it's about like, you know, five feet wide. And this looks just like a hallway that just ends. And then there's, you see part where the oil is being held. You see some barrels up top that have like some mechanism that has dump them over um and you see the trap door but cool. you don't see I, anything in the room you're in i'll uh after pulling myself up land on my butt use my one good uninjured leg to kind of push myself to the wall by that hallway so that i'm facing the darkness okay and i'll holler you. up the hallway it's very dark and the fire's gone out did the All lantern right, survive <laughs> i don't know he can't All see. right, we'll make our way to you. Okay, so the drop is roughly 30 feet down. So you're not going to just be able to jump down? Oh, no yes, more stairs. we can. I will cast Featherfall on all of us. Ooh. You have that spell? I do. There you go. Look at you with the magics. Oh, that's why you were hanging out in the hotel like a pompous boy. <laughs> 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 you have feather fall. I didn't know that. It was what I got rid of the last time I leveled up, or what I got rid traded for the last level up. I see. I see. I see. All right. So, what does feather fall do for your? You're casting it on hope, stand like you can do that. And yeah, choose up to five falling creatures within range. A falling creature's rate of descent slows to sixty feet per round until the spell ends. Uh. If the creature lands before the spell ends, it takes no falling damage and can land on its feet. And the Less spell a minute. Okay. ends for that creature. All right. 
Some might have tied a rope and descended. Others used sweet, fancy magics. So you all, you all feel like, like a light in this weird way. There's a, so all of a sudden it's like as if you know your body sometimes. You know how it is, it just like weighs you down. And you feel like oh, the Earth's gravity, it sucks. It's, imagine that going away, and you're still being held by gravity, but you feel as if, just feel light and positive. It's affecting your attitude, whatever Stanley did. All right, I'll Are go you can explain to them what they can do, or I'll jump and show them. Look, it's it'll be fine now. Okay, and so you 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 jump into the hole, and then it's, you're like, and like so you'd expect someone to go in the hole and just fall right down, but instead it's like a slowly moving elevator. You just kind of see him go, <laughs> and he just floats down into the hole. Okay. Was jolliness. Yeah. Can I can I can I hold can I grab her hand and jump together? Is that a thing? The trapdoor do? doesn't fit two at a time. All right. You la- ladies first. I, I, I want you to do that. That's a cute and adorable and yeah. I want that to happen. I could go no no if you I could go head first. You do it. Yeah, like you jump <laughs> and then I dive in. It doesn't look very fast. Okay. You guys do it that way then? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay, is that what's that painting, the Touch of David or whatever? What's oh, that? Uh, with the, <laughs> so you know, like yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, Na- uh, Nash, you jump down, you float, and it's like it's incredible. oh, I actually it's didn't like, cast it on Nash. Just kidding! Uh, I'm just kidding. Meh. I did. Oh. <laughs> you, you said you did. You jump down, and he floats down, and as he floats down, you take a running jump, and you you dive in like you're diving into a large body of water, um, sort of head first, and you're just amazed that you're like floating down head first you grab each other's hand is that you guys are holding hands down yeah, there? yeah now we're flying okay. now we're flying together kind of peter pan style you're floating down and you see stanley floating closer and that's when you notice that the smoke has gotten really thick it's a little difficult to breathe and there's like a fire at the bottom like not a big fire but you know there's wood on fire at the bottom of the thing you will be standing in a fire <laughs> at the bottom <laughs> of this thing <laughs> can we kick off and kind of angle kick off the back and push forward so we don't land on oh, the like fire. a like like space zero g move yeah. kind of thing yeah sure okay awesome yeah. I'm down i'll with kick that. and i guess okay. since nash and i are connected that'll pull <laughs> yeah so you so you take either leg and sort of angle it in such a way that you can kick off of both walls and push yourself forward and you start you float over all the fire this is really bad you guys stay it's just it's the smelly fire it's disgusting and as you get out, you float over this hole that has spikes on the bottom of it into darkness, into pitch blackness. You guys can't see each other now. But we're still flying and, and still... Eventually, Nash, you feel ground on your feet. Okay. And eventually, Hope, you float down and you you land like prone on, on the <laughs> Not that anyone would know this, but I want, I want you guys to know that Nash thought of the lyrics to a whole new world as he was doing this. <laughs> And, and so, Stanley, you're still descending towards the fire. I will do the same. I will push to get away from it. All right, so you kick off in the same way and just like sort of swim. <laughs> yeah, air swimming. Over the, <laughs> the hole and kick your way uh, over what you can see of the hole. But the hole is the only thing that the light shows. You as well are into darkness, and you just keep floating until your face hits gently hits ground, and you're lying prone as well in the darkness. Vorel doesn't know what's going on, but he hears a lot of grunting and wall kicking. 
Does dark vision work at this point? Or is oh, we have some so dark, dark vision. So you guys are yeah. both dark vision. Right, I forget about that. So you can make out the details of the room. This looks like uh, some sort of crazy person's study. Let me get the details. So in this room, it's a rather large subterranean space. has um, brick, uh, like cement, large cement brick walling that you can make out uh, in it. Um, it does appear that there are a lot of candles in the room, like candelabras and and is that one or no candle stands candelabras from the ceiling right yeah uh yeah, there are uh, candle stands and and sort of just these all these candles there are these paintings of the wall of these like demon like creatures very disgusting with these ornate frames um as well on either side of the walls to the left and right entering into it you see what you can only in dark vision look like corpses and they're missing fingers and they're missing eyeballs and they're sort of nailed up to the walls these ones there's no smell down here so they must have been preserved in some way and in the center of the room there's a giant black uh, uh there's like sort of looks like a fire pit and on top of it there's uh this these metal this metal thing holding up a giant black cauldron and um the cauldron itself uh it looks as though it has contents in it although you can't make out what's quite in there from just landing into the room you sort of land in a safe area where none of this is. And uh, there is a hallway leading out the back of the room. If there are any uh, candles within 10 feet of me, I will press the digitate them on to give light to the party. Okay, so you, you light up a dozen candles Snap out of the hundreds. Jazz, yeah, just... and so now there's this light glow in the room from the candles, and everyone can see what I've just described. Well, this seems awful. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine there are quite a few traps in here as well. My leg hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I will stand and I guess if it's dusty down here, go about another little dust bath, get that oil off me. Yeah, you can pick up some dust and clean off the oil. Oh. The spike, it went, and you climbed out, you're able to pull yourself out of the spike, so it's not there. You are bleeding somewhat profusely, but you've coagulated quickly, and and so you're in a lot of pain. <laughs> you don't know what's going on inside your leg, but you are still able to walk around with difficulty. But Do you need yeah. more healing, Varel, or are you okay? Uh, it would be appreciated. All right, I'll go over and do another cure wounds to him. Okay. Is this a touch spell? It is. Yeah, so you touch the hole in his leg and seal it up. And it this magical energy. Well, not much. You get five hit points no, back. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'm only down three. Oh, yeah. It should, yeah. You would have been healed ah, completely if it hadn't been for the thing on your foot. I appreciate that. And this room... Oh, don't, don't touch any of these bodies. They are probably full of light. Full of light. Oh, like the dude upstairs. Yes. Eager to get out light. Yeah, we don't want that again. The uh, cooking utensil? The cauldron in the middle there. Yes. <laughs> yes. What? What is that for, Magic Man? I'm not entirely sure, but I'll... I'll see if I can wrap my head around it. I do an Arcana check. Oh, uh, 24. Okay. 
So you walk up to the cauldron in the dim light and look into it, and you see it's full. It's full of liquid. Mm. And you get the sense that there's maybe something solid objects in the liquid, but you can't make out quite what they are without maybe getting a ladle and putting your finger in and examining closer. But they definitely look, definitely looks to you. This is some sort of, um, these are the makings of some kind of magical ritual. Okay. Um, I explained that to those guys and I asked black red liquid. I asked John, uh, sorry, ask, um, let me think how I'll do this. It's viscous. It's very thick. Uh, Stan, Stanley or, or, uh, hope. Can you, is there a, can you find a ladle around here? Or as the Canadians used to say, ladle. We're looking for a, a ladle, some sort of scooping, uh, utensil. Uh, there's, I want to explore Hi. this further. Well, oddly enough, Nash, I don't have one on me. Uh, but let me look around and see what I can find. Yeah, you got the night I'll do vision. an investigation check. Not okay. I don't want to tamper with anything too heavily because sure. I am being wary of traps, but just kind of take a look around and see what I can find. There isn't much to examine. Near the cauldron is a book stand. No book on it, but it looks like a place where you'd set a book down and open it and read it while standing. And there is a desk uh, to the right side of the room with some some drawers. Now, are you opening the desk as part of the investigation? Uh, Nash, there's a desk over here. Maybe your ladle ladle is in here. <laughs> I don't open things anymore. You should come take a look. Oh, yeah, you told us that. All right, I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna I'm gonna open it. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Okay, you open up, you pull open uh, the first drawer. Wait, I hear, see... before I open it, oh, I guess I already opened it. Go ahead. <laughs> you already opened it. <laughs> you, you, you pull it open and you hear the rattling of a bunch of metal and wood in there. And you see like scissors and you see like a, a cutting knife and you see like a s- disgusting rusty syringe in there. And uh, there's a rather large spoon. All right, that's well. what I'm looking for. This is This is what we need. And I pull it out and I hold it high for all the night vision people to see. Or the far seekers. Well, there's candlelight in the room now. So oh, okay. I know right. that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do. What? What do you know of this? It's used for eating. Damn straight. But today we're going to use it for stirring and checking and poking. Magical. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to the cauldron and I'm going to dip it in there. Before he figures out what's in there, who wants to bet on what's in there? I'm saying fingers. <laughs> and eyeballs. Magic things we shouldn't touch. That's a good answer. I like that answer. (laughs) We've all got our bets. Go ahead and ladle away, Nash. All right. right. Investigation check, please, Scott. Okay. Can do. Uh, Here we go. That will be... It's plus three. So... um, 17. Okay. So you dip the spoon in, mix it around. You feel chunky little things in there. And then something snags it a little bit, and you go to pull it out to examine what you've obtained. And uh, in this rather large spoon, you pull it up, and you see two eyeballs in this red-black viscous liquid. Looks kind of like blood, but something else. It's not like real blood. Blood's kind of thin. This is very like a soup, blood soup. And you see some eyeballs, and you see some fingers and disgusting fingernails. But you also pull out, looks to be like this, this metal chain. Mm. Well, first I like, say, who had eye, who had fingers? 
I did. Uh, well done. I throw him a coin. Bing! Gets a, one of my gold. Morel had eyeballs. I see eyeballs right there. Oh, all right. Bing! I throw another one. I am now down to all 123 right. gold. Everyone, those two got a gold just because we're. That's the kind I'll of mood Nash well. is on. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to. I mean, I pull it up and it's the chain's in the ladle, like it's hanging there. Yeah, there's like this silver chain. Okay. Don't touch it, Nash. Wait, do like, you sense any and, magic and, off and the it, chain? And as you pull it up, the chain ends. It almost looks like maybe a necklace of some kind. You gotta hold oh. Um, I'm going to roll an arcana check. It's it's covered in red liquid, so it's hard to make out the details on this on this thing. Any... Oh, are you saying you no? Have to clean it off. No, you can do an arcana check, yes, while you're holding it. Um, you have one spoon up, and you take your hand, and you like you look all serious. And I look over at at John or at, at Stanley and say, "I'm gonna check this for magic properties and any traps or anything." But when I'm done, if if it's all good, could you cast Prestidigitate on it? Prestidigitation. Sure. Okay, great. Thank you for that. Uh, so I do it. I get a 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you cast Prestidigitation on it? No, no, no. I did, I did a, I did, I'm asking him to be ready with that if I can. Okay. But I'm checking magic first, so that's an arcana roll okay. for 18. Uh, this chain definitely seems to be imbued with the power of magic as you sort of weave the threads of thought through it, feel what it's irradiating and there's definitely an energy emanating from this thing okay. I toss the coin that Hope gave me back to her what? magical items that we shouldn't mess with I was also in there <laughs> I laugh and I'll take the coin back uh, alright so you want me to cast press the digitation on this thing if you wouldn't mind please sure All right. So how's it look now, Bo? Okay. So um, now it's cleaned off, and it looks like looks like a necklace, like a silver necklace that you would put around, and it has these five little extra chains hanging off of it. And at the edge of, and they're only about an inch, you know, these extra chains. Like, so if you wore it on your chest, you'd have it like be like one. Like, I don't know what you, if it's a, not a brooch, but. There might be a term for that kind of a jewelry where you have like little more things dangling. Sure. And at the end of each of these is a what appears to be a red ruby bead. On each one's the same red ruby beads. So five of them. Five rubies. That is what the Cyclops was searching for. That is the shinies. Oh. I was really hoping to wear I guess I could can I wear this till I meet him again? He won't care, will he? Gotta keep it around my you gotta put it somewhere. You can put it on. He will be rather excited if he sees you wearing it and think you are what was his name again? But, Aren't you wearing clothes now that you can hide it under? Or are you back Thailand? to Um Oh yeah, no, I I am. I have my cloak, you're right. Remember you looked like a miner for a little bit and Yeah, I'm just <laughs> Yeah, I'm not that anymore. A miner with a black cape. Because we got my stuff back. But if I put that on my... I mean, the reason I'm pushing for this is I want to see if anything happens. Because I just don't know if you have anything cool okay. planned. With All right, so you put, put it, it on. Yeah. Um, you're going to need to take uh, some time studying to find out what its properties are. But it definitely has magical properties. Okay. Um, 
Well, I tell them that I could study this and figure out what's going on, or we can get out of here. And you'll, you'll need you'll need a solid eight. I'll need eight minutes. There's a. <laughs> That's not eight minutes. Seconds. Oh, no, actually, I think short rest might qualify. There's a little thing about D and D five e about determining things. You could figure it out in about an hour. Well, that might be worth it, and then Varel can get some additional rest for his his bleeding. It's up to you guys. So I just throw it out to the group, and 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 you guys decide. What do you guys want to do? Now, there is a, there is an opening uh, from this room that goes farther down. Still, yes, there's a hallway beyond, and the book is missing, which means our wizard could still be in transit. Oh yeah, we gotta get him. Still, I got all, I got focused on this dirty magic soup. I forgot about that guy. We gotta get him. That's why we came down here. Forget about me dirty. for now. I played bass for Dirty Magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, are we all feeling the need to continue down the hall then? Do we know these people before we leave? Oh, that's not a bad idea. I'm used to not knowing anybody everywhere I go, but <laughs> who's I, whose eyes and fingers are these? Do you do you think? Do I'll we walk over any of the bodies. Uh, you have a look at the corpses. Um, roll investigation. And if anyone who wants to investigate, it doesn't just have to be Stanley. Cool. I'll help. Group investigation. Yeah. Uh, 17. 21. All right. So you, you, all, you all examine the corpses, and they don't look like anyone familiar to you, and certainly their features have changed much from death as they're sort of, you know, hoisted up on spikes onto the wall in this pose with their hands crossed, no eyes, no fingers. And, um, but they... You know, imagining because it's the wasteland, and imagining where these corpses might have come from. They might, you know, they're all human, and they might all be people from the town. You know, that logic would dictate that these are these victims come from slave town. Okay. Yeah. Check their so they don't have fingers, but can I check their feet? Are they working man's feet, callous? Yeah. So you take a look at the at the at the feet, and you actually happen to notice that all the toes are cut off too. And huh. um, they are call- callous. The flesh is purple and sunken in and preserved, but they're, it's it's a, a well-rotted corpse. Surprisingly, no maggots in any of these corpses. Hmm. Was there anything else around the room that might give us more additional information? Did you check all the drawers in the desk, Nash, or just one? Just the one. I didn't look at anything else. I saw the ladle and got excited. There are doodles and pictures on the wall of foul beasts. There are these strange, these strange vistas, not of the desert, but of blackened hills and these, you know, things with horns and, and no face, but glowing eyes and teeth. And they look scary and in various poses of scaring like humanoids uh, from the shadows. Could I, I don't know if I would recognize there's, any of these. There's four of them. They definitely look demonic, and if thinking back to your experience with Quizquaz, there's a familiarity in the appearance of the demons. It's, they're not Quizquaz, but they yeah. share they share um, they share traits with his appearance. Awesome. Mm. You seem rather excited about these pictures. Hope is there anything you recognize? Um, would I roll and investigate to see if anything stands out? I mean, it would be a history check to see if your knowledge of 
this stuff sort of resonates with you. Cool. Uh, 16. Okay, so these paintings are definitely um, of the abyss, of another realm that you've only ever heard talking talked about through stories carried over about where your forefathers came to this land from. So in a way, they're horrifying, and in a way, they kind of look like... It's almost like paintings of heaven for like a Christian. It's like paintings of a, a world rumored about the legend that might share some of the the look to some of the books you have in the Fate Four. Remember, I think you have like some, some children's tales in there, and, and so mm-hmm. these are these are very sort of familiar in a positive way for you. I'll explain that to you, Stanley. So probably demons then. Yeah, so so like if you if you came across something that had elven elven importance to it. Yeah, he gave it away the first chance he got, remember? <laughs> oh <laughs> well, Or no, maybe he didn't he did that secretly. He had the data or you think he did it secretly, didn't he? I don't remember if it was secret or not. I I think uh, they might, might have just blown your secret. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Look, I don't have a whole lot of attachment to my people. I'm stuck in the middle. I'm not quite human, not quite elven, and I'm not particularly interested in either. Um, Sorry, I brought it up. I didn't didn't mean... (laughs) What a downer. (laughs) I mean, you didn't... I understand. You had a beard and then you didn't. I don't trust that. That's weird. Is this really such a marvel to you, Nash? The concept of one's facial hair changing from day to day. One minute it was there and the next it was gone. Think about your penis. It was a lot like that. One minute I had it, the next minute, gone. Oh man, you may as well have just kicked me in the dark void that is my crotch. (laughs) Man. You hear a sharp, a sharp tinny sound of something falling on the ground. Bing, 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 bing. Come down, uh, emanate from the hallway. Uh oh. Cover. Like a like. I'm a gonna co- run behind the cauldron. Like okay. a coin or something. I'm diving. It's like someone knocked over a tin cup. I'm diving for co- cover. This has been an explosive day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do the same. I don't like any of this. Nothing follows with silence. Okay. Somebody should check it out. Can I see at all what it was? No. Yeah, you look down the hall, uh, down the the exit, not the way back, but the way forward, and it looks like a very short hall and it opens up into another room, but there's no light in there. And even with the dark vision, it's hard to make out from that distance what's what's going on in this room. Well, oh. I we shall... still got the dresser to check out. Does anyone have any non-flammable light sources? Otherwise, you lead the way, Stanley. Uh, nope. I don't think I do. My lamp's done, right? I should remove that from inventory. Yeah, that got smashed. I apologize. It's all right. Well, you can pick up candles. There's can- plenty of candles in the room. Sure, it's, uh, it's flammable, but I'll I'll do exactly that. I'll grab a candle and you grab a candle. It's got a very weak light source of light. It doesn't emanate far from you. And uh, you peer down the hallway and you see it opens up into a rather large room for this underground space. And it's it's sort of occurring to your sense of direction that this this underground layer is not just underneath the house. That it's 
area extends far out from the house at this point. Um, you're wondering if you'd even encounter somebody else's basements. Oh, it's like weird. they're connected, like yeah. tunnels. Yeah, like it's 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 like leading. Like this is a large space, much larger than the square footage of the house you were in. Does the hallway um, look like it was constructed or blown out? As if you know, it's like constructed. So they're again cement, uh, cement bricks on the wall. So this is a you know gray cement bricky looking area. The ceiling, the ceiling itself is is spotty. Like it looks like a bit of, of wood up on the ceiling. In some points, it's actual dirt. The ground itself is cement brick. So you approach, you, you, you move down the hall and you put the light into the other room. You see this is a larger area. And on either side, there are these cage, like prison bars, like rusty brown prison bars made of metal. And these gates on either side. And in the center of the room, there's a slab with a corpse, like a slab about waist height with a corpse lying on it. And there's some tools for cutting open corpses and and like this little uh, cylinder there's a metal cylinder on there with like this like liquid sort of pumping into the corpse it's not active but this looks like some sort of surgical operating table but it's a big gray slab and and again the prison cells that are empty you take a quick look don't see anything in any of the prison cells but place used to keep people and then at the other end of this room you see another, the hallway continues on into another room. And you can vaguely made out, you think you can see an office desk in there. In the room beyond? In the room beyond. You say there is a corpse on the thing in the middle? Yeah, and there's okay. a faint light coming from that room okay. beyond. Okay. And uh, there seems to be a silhouette at the table. Oh, great. Perhaps quiet. Do you I mean, see that? Do you really think there's a chance they don't know we're down here? We've made a lot of noise. Who's oh, there? Oh, that's the case then. Is this dead guy our guy? Probably not. I don't, I don't know, but there's somebody. I think there's somebody sitting at the far end there. I think that's our guy. So, you, as you approach the corpse on the slab. Uh, you see, um, with shock and horror, hope you recognize it. Uh oh. It's Randall Owen on the slab, <laughs> owner of the garage, and his corpse is fresh, and his fingers are cut off, and there's these little pools where his fingers are. <laughs> his boots are t- removed, and you see, like, stubs where his toes used to be, and his eyeballs are ripped out. Like, the corpse is just lying there. This is dead, maybe 12 hours. At some point last night, while you were. You know, fighting the lactid cartel or something. It must have happened between then and now. And he's there. He's in his mechanics overalls and it's dead. I go quiet. Very unsettlingly the... quiet. Nash recognizes him too because he's been in there. To the garage. And I see him and I go, I don't have the attachment she does, but I see him and goes, and I go, that's your, that's your boss. That's That's the guy you worked with at the, at the garage. I'll nod at Nash and I'll look forward to the new hallway. My eyes that are normally gold, they're going to go black. Ooh. Like, like full black or just the Yeah. Like... The, the thaumaturgy, but yeah, they just go black. Oh my God. That's scary. <laughs> you guys are scared. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> roll to see if you're scared. We need to. No roll. You're definitely you're definitely chilled by this appearance. All right. Um. I'll check the ceiling. Well, yeah. With a, I guess, dungeoneering, right? Like I'm looking for holes up there and stuff. Okay. Uh, let's say it's, yeah, there's no more dungeoneering, but I, I get what you're trying to do. Um, it would be like an is it like a knowledge check? I think of like dungeon engineering of some kind. So yeah. So for for Vorel's mind, it would basically be he's thinking about ants. That the whole town is a network, and okay. he's trying to see how the different houses are attached ah, here. Nature check. Cool. All right, 18. Okay. So you're looking to see uh, where you are relative to where the house is? Yeah, and then, like, if we were under houses, are there trapdoors above us? Are there... Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Feeling that layout under the town. Right. So you don't see any trapdoors where you are currently or any sort of exits or, uh, you know, haven't looked up. But you would venture to guess that you are now across the street um, on that road, if you look at the map of Dust Hill, that you are likely underneath the house where the woman sort of glowered at you guys as you moved in. So there's a house across the street there, and you'd be about there now. Toward uh, the clother or towards the bunk house? Uh, so if you look at the intersection of Thorn Row and Break Road, mm. so the house on the left would be the house you went into. And the house on the right would be the, where the woman glowered at you on Thorn Row. So you'd be under that house at this point. Cool. So, so we're heading towards moved... the main street. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna grab what I think was used to scoop out the eyeballs and what I think was used to cut off the toes, and I'll kind of pocket them. Okay. Um. So. Uh, um. What would you call them? Like what was used to cut off the toes? So it's like it's like these pliers. Yeah. Plier cutters. Cool. And what was used to cut off, take out the eyeballs. So, nice, and again, nice it's like these, another set of pliers, but instead of with cutters, it's with these like channel locks. Okay. <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> uh, oh, this is going to get fun. Okay, so you have, you have channel locks and you have wire cutter pliers. Okay. <laughs> and you said this is going to get fun and everyone heard that. <laughs> yeah, with her eyes all black and yeah. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> This isn't going well. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, Even I, I'm a little nervous. Are yeah. you going to be okay? I'll just nod. Because you seem very unokay at the moment. I'll just smile at that. And I look at Stanley and go, I didn't know she was that fond of this guy. <laughs> this is kind of in, kind of intense. Don't talk to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> as you guys have these little psh, 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 whispering towards each other you see like the silhouette at the table appear to move and leaning in such a way as maybe to be peering everyone roll a stealth check group stealth please okay. Uh, 15. 17. 17. Nine. Okay. So everyone gets still right away. And and Nash, uh, you also hold still. And you your elbow knocks something off one of the, the cement slab. Frick. It's like a cup. Then you quickly catch it. Okay. And you go, 
Everyone looks at you and you like... Someone's going to yell fool of a took at me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the head sort of goes back to looking at... Like it's hard to make it. You just make it a silhouette, but you can see it down the hallway across from where this lab is as you guys sort of stealthily examine the room. Okay. Well, we definitely know someone's over there. If it is a mage, we're going to have to act fast. We need to silence them. We need to bind the hands. And we need to destroy whatever they use for magic. Dude, she's scaring the hell out of me right now. I mumble. This is not like hope normally. Morel, do you think you can creep closer without making any sound? I can try. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I will. Uh, so I'll, I'll go to kind of slither across the ground and end up, you know, kind of back on the wall, facing the hallway. Okay. Stealth check. Stealth check. Twenty-one. Oh, right, nice. So you, in, in extreme silence, you crawl on all fours on the floor and get towards where the hallways down appear around the corner and you can just barely start to make out details and you see the head of the silhouette is not looking down the hall it's facing away and it's sitting at a desk and it appears to be just reading something on the desk and there also appears to be some candlelight emanating from the room creating the silhouette on the other side so there's uh, you're able to make out a desk that's about it from here though and that his back, the the back of the reader, is is facing the door. Oh, both you and I are able to see in the dark. If he is the same human we've been chasing, if he's in the dark, he may not be able to cast anything at us. I like I like that. It might prevent Nash and Borel from doing anything, but it might give us an advantage. I like that a lot. Let's see if we can get a little closer. Sneak over next to Varel to, in theory, whisper the plan to him. Okay, so stealth check to accomplish this for both of you. Okay. Uh, 17. And 11. Okay, so you get over there and um, you make a little scrape, Stanley, on the wall. And then you pause for a second. You see no motion from, from the silhouette. And you get close to Varel and share the plan with him. Thumbs up. All right. Do you guys want to roll for initiative and do your turns? How do you want to? Do lizard folk have opposable thumbs? Oh, yeah. Okay. Got to hold stuff. Just making sure. And yeah, you hold the axes and stuff. So I figured, but just trying to picture you going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, so are you guys going to initiate into combat? Do we have anything else before? Um, no. Yep. So I figure the Dark Visions would be leading the way, and I will ready an action if something comes down the hall. All right, well, let's get let's roll for initiative, you guys. Everyone take cool. initiative right. real quick. Ten for 14. me. It's never good, my initiative. I have a high initiative modifier, but it never rolls good. Nine. Okay. Um, six and, sorry, Six. Wow, well, look, you're third highest, Stanley. It's okay. I was... um, all right, Hope, your move first. All right. Um... 
So the hallway ends at a door. Is there any space past the door to kind of hide out? Uh, so you can walk into the room oh. and maybe move to the left or right of the person reading. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my revolver. This is the one I'm gonna use silver bullets. Okay. And I'm gonna stand in the hallway where we are behind Varel and Stanley. Mm-hmm. So that if anyone comes out this way, I just pop them in the head. So I'll take aim where I think the height of this guy would end up. Okay. All right. So you've ready an action. If anything hostile happens, you fire at it. Yes. So. Okay. Uh, Nash, your turn. Um. I'm going to just stand stoically um, because there's really not much I can do until we... I mean, I don't want to aggro the guy. I don't want to start it. Okay, Stanley, your turn. So how many light sources do I see? Uh, so there appears to be, you know, 10 or 12 uh, candles, roughly, in your vision, like lighting up the room. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> it takes a whole action to turn out one. It you can, weird about. You can, interact, like plan, you can interact with one object, and then if it's more than one object... So you can do two candles using your action. So there's yeah, it's still a, that's still a drop in the bucket here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to lean over to Pharrell and just say, there were more candles than I initially thought. I don't think this plan's going to work. Are we transitioning to a get them? I think we might have to transition to get him. Maybe we should see if we can creep closer, make sure the hallway isn't trapped in any way. Okay. okay. All right. Well, so Stanley's at your turn. You just... I guess you know I will begin to move very cautiously up the hallway, keeping an eye on the all around me to see if uh, if there are any noticeable traps, switches, anything like that. Okay, so investigation then? You're looking for signs of a trap, physical trap? 18. Okay, um, so the walls look normal, just this cement walls, ceiling, nothing strange on the ceiling, no doors. Uh, you don't find any mechanisms looking at the walls, no buttons or pressure plates on the ground. Um, and then, so you move up to the mouth of the the, the room. Do you okay. go into the room, or do you stay in the hall? Uh, I wasn't sure how far I'd be able to make. It you can make going it into the room at that speed. Yeah. Um, can I do a uh, perception check on him to you've, make? You've done your you've done your roll for the turn. Okay, then I'll hold there. Okay, at the mouth. Yeah. Okay. Pharrell. Cool. Stanley's well, a little bit down the hallway from you at the mouth. Hope is hang is hanging back, has her gun, uh, gnashes out by the slab. Cool. I will go on all fours, slithering down, uh, making sure I'm lower than Hope's gun. Okay. And slither sneak. down. Yeah. St- uh, let's do a stealth check. Yeah. Uh, oh, natural twenty. You move down the hallway as silent as silence. Like there's no noise. There's nothing. And you move down quietly, one foot at a time on all fours, 
and you make it all the way to behind the chair where the person's reading and you see brown sort of locks of long hair and you get because you're down low you can kind of see that out of the corner of your eye but it looks like the person is smaller than you thought they might be but because the back of the chair is so tall you just don't have any details the chair is concealing a lot of what the person is all right i will uh in the larger room, before you do that, actually, so because now that you're in the room at large, you see that there are these large bookshelves and a lot of like, you know, there's a bed in the corner and there's like a lot, like piles of clothes and just looks like someone's private study slash bedroom. The and chair, is it, yeah. is it legged or is it spinning? It's a leg chair, four legs. Cool. So I, w- I know I don't have another action left, but I would sort of motion as I get behind it that I could grab the top and the bottom and okay. flip them out. Flip them over me or to the side or so. Just kind of okay. the ready. So you get you, you ready this action. You put yeah. your hand. Okay. So you have you have your firm grip on the chair but haven't done anything yet. You're ready to throw them at what's the trigger? Uh, the trigger would, well I'm out of action so the trigger would be hope. I, I, this is hope's prey in my opinion so hope's action would set it off so you're gonna do it as soon as hope gets her turn as when hope uh would move down the hall to be in rain because she's you're wielding a shotgun or i've got a revolver for this you can't one. talk to her you can't talk to her at this oh, point. okay yeah i'd wait for her to be in what i assume is range which would be half down the hallway i guess i don't know how the gun works okay sure if, if, if she goes to make an attack or is within range for an attack just to be yeah. specific which of the two she attacks or is within range? When she is in range of the attack. Okay. I would All right. Um, okay. Because she could, in theory, fire down the hall. The gun's got a pretty long range. But um, okay. But when she's in closer range, we'll, we'll say she's within 20 feet. Um, all right. Uh, Hope, it's your turn. All right. Um, I'll look at Burrell and see that he's stopped. And I assume looking back at me. Yeah. And all I'll do is lower the gun a bit. Put my hand on my mouth like this. And then nod. Okay. And raise the gun back up. Alright, readying an action again. Are you are you ready? Are you gonna do anything or No, I'm just waiting. Okay. Nash. So you see them all like sneaking down the hallway doing stuff and you're like, can't do anything here. Do you wanna do anything <laughs> now? Or? Looks like he's wrapped himself in a blanket. How, <laughs> how far I'm it's really intense. How far am I physically from him? From our, uh, I mean, he's about you know seventy feet. Maybe there's down a hallway, and you're behind the slab at this point. Do I have view of him? You can see a silhouette. Okay, and who am I? Who's who can I talk to that's close to me? I mean, they're all in the hallway now, so okay. no one's close to you. So I can't talk to anybody. Not without you can't talk to them, but you would probably give away the. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I mean, uh, I mumble this to myself, but very quietly. I say, I should put this guy to sleep. (laughs) Because then it seems like maybe our work is easy after that. Because then we can assemble however we want, because he'll be down. But... A a voice in your head responds back to you, This is a good idea! We should put him to sleep now! (laughs) Wait, what? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, I starts talking back. Who's that in my head? I don't like that guy. Uh, you, you look around and you're you're not sure. If, did you I don't re- know what that was? Did I really hear something? 
And certainly no one else has moved or reacted to that other than second voice. But I heard the voice. You heard something. You heard a voice. Holy shit. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. That that actually, that happened. I heard a voice? You heard a voice. Oh, no. (laughs) And he's, and the voice wants me to do it. That's not good. Because I think it's this guy doing it. Um... All right, I'm just going to sneak in and be behind these guys. I'm not doing that. Okay. <laughs> I, I there's nobody I, I haven't had a chance to tell you. Whisper under your whisper under your breath. I'm not doing that. But you don't get a response. <laughs> and you 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 roll a stealth check as you start to you decide to do some sneaking with the rest okay. of the party. 17. All right. So you're able to quietly move down the hallway. Um and you you know, get in behind basically where Hope is. She's got the gun at the ready, and now it's uh, Stanley's oh, turn. I think I just unless you want to do an action, you can still do an action. No, I, here's my action. It's not really an action, but it's my brain. After I've made this move, I okay. go, "Was that the freaking necklace?" And that's all. Cool, uh, Stanley. All right, I'm going to uh, quietly creep up to basically the opposite side of where Varel positioned himself and ready an action so that... Because I've seen his motions with Hope and and all of that, and I'm going to ready an action to pull out my dagger, or I'm going to pull out my dagger and prepare to hold it to whoever the person is throat when he pulls them back. Okay. So not make an attack, but move it into a, you know, dangerous position. Because we're still trying to talk to him, right? Maybe. That's your thinking? All right. Yeah. All right. So, you, so you're, you're now behind as well, the chair? Not directly behind, because I want him to be able to pull it backwards like he, like he motioned. Okay. But okay. be ready to also dive on top of this person. Okay. Okay. So you, you move up, uh, move up a bit. Um, you're still sort of being quiet, and uh, <laughs> and you're writing exactly like talking. Is that what? Do I understand that right? No, what, I'm gonna. What, I, I I pull out my dagger. So yeah. he pulls them backwards. I'm assuming he's gonna try to cover their mouth, and I'm gonna hold the dagger to their throat. I got it. Okay, Varel, your turn. Cool. All right. Well, then I will execute the maneuver. So. One hand on the back of the chair, one hand flies up to the mouth of the character, and I bring this chair slamming back onto its back and pressing my hand into their mouth. Okay, so you rip the chair back, and it falls back. And the first thing that's funny that you notice about your hand is you expect lips and flesh, and you feel like rope. And as you pull them back down, you see there's a gnome sitting in this chair, and his mouth is taped over. And you see, actually, his limbs are tied up, and it's a little gnome. And it's a familiar-looking gnome with brown locks and this white shirt, these brown pants. He, as you pull it down, and you bring the knife to his throat, and hope. Are you letting the gun go off? Or oh, I'm not firing yet. All right, so you're just there. And you see a little gnome kicking. He's a bomb, and I start running for it. <laughs> uh, which direction are you running? Uh, d- back down the hall around the corner. So right, we're so uh, you run, you run back down the hallway to the main area. 
Um, so now it would be Hope's turn. But before she takes her turn, uh, you notice that the room begins to fill with a thick green gas. No. <laughs> um, all right. How far, if I take my movement, can I get to the room with the gnome? Yeah, you, you can go to the room with the gnome in it. Yep. All right. And Stanley here and there. Mm-hmm. Cool. And Varel has uh, run down the hall past you guys towards the slab now. He's just took <laughs> it off. All right. I'll take a deep breath, head to the room, and then with my action, grab the the top of the gnome's it was in a robe, right? He's tied up by rope. Okay, cool. I'll grab the rope and I'll start dragging it. Okay. Um, so you're gonna you're gonna start dragging the chair and the the man the no yeah. okay the man okay um so you le- you walk up into the room lean down and go to grab him and your hand um your hand swishes through through it and you're unable to grab anything it just hits the chair. And the, no, I, going, I let out a cry. I let out a cry that has never been heard. Okay. I'm so angry right now. So that's your action and move. Um, the gas, the, the green gas becomes thicker. And everyone, you're still able to breathe. It doesn't feel like it's harming you in any way. But the gas appears to be moving down the hallway very quickly, very expediently past Varel down and in, in filling the whole, ba- whole of the basement. Um, Stanley, it's your turn. Do I see any other exits from this room? No, there are no other exits from this room. Uh, that you can see immediately. All right, well, I guess I'm going to turn around and sprint out. Now, it's a little... (laughs) So, okay, DM side note. Uh... Because we're doing this in turns, it's a little weird because I know some of this stuff is technically happening at the same time, mm-hmm. um, theoretically. So it, it, would I see Hope wanting to turn at this point? Would I need to be pulling her out if I realize, like... You just saw Hope walk into the room and try to pick up the gnome, and her hand passed through it. That's what All you've right. seen. And so you've seen I'm... Varel run down the hallway. It is in turn order, even though if you were to replay it, a lot of stuff would be concurrent. There's just no way to, to manage turns of six seconds. Sure. Uh, then I'm going to just yell, we have to go, and I'm going to sprint back down the hallway. Okay. You're using your dash action to book it? Yes. All right. So <laughs> everyone starts running past you, Nash. Uh, the room begins to clear out of smoke uh, in this room, actually. Uh, not smoke, but the green mist that's hanging in the air and but it's filling up more towards where you run uh, so so it's sort of nash you don't have any of the cloud around you anymore and you see this sort of green cloud move down uh, towards where the cauldron is okay it's your oh. turn. <laughs> and there's nothing else in the room with the gnome there's no other personage in there right oh wait no, it's yes. I did that in the wrong order. Actually, it was Nash's turn than Stanley's. I flipped them. Sorry about that. Oh, Anyways. that's okay. Yeah, this um, is your turn. Yeah, he ran like a weenie. Anyway, it's fine. Um, let's see. <laughs> I want to know where that mist is going and why it's heading toward the cauldron. So I want to go that direction. <laughs> okay. 
Is that okay? So are you dashing or are you just moving down? I'm just going to move. I'm not going to dash. Okay, so everyone starts making their way towards the door toward uh, the back. Uh, Varel, it's your turn. Cool. I am... So I'm out in front, and yeah. I, I've heard them... I've heard Hope scream, a, a yeah. blood rage scream, and... Everyone apart from Hope is booking it down toward yeah. back where you guys came out of. Cool. So we're leaving Marines is my thought. And so I'm going to run and I'm going to see if I... Oh, did you say 30 feet on the stairway that is now gone and non-existent? Yeah. Yeah. It's about 30 feet clearance from top to bottom. It's pretty, oh. pretty high. But can I Jackie Chan that? Or do I... You could try climbing the wall, maybe get some rope. It's going to be tough to get out. Yeah. I could make you double the size so it's only like 15 feet. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Is that math wrong? It's still 30 feet either way, isn't it? Never mind. Okay, no, no, he'll okay. be, no, no, it'll be 16 feet of difference if he's 14 feet tall. But he'll cool. be large, and large can't fit in the hallway. Yeah, I'm not, I won't do that. To you. So, so what I'll do is I will spend my action, my move to continue the run, and I'll get to the hallway where the staircase Dash. once was, turning around. Slapping my hands together and ready in action to do a ha-ha, throw people right. upwards. So you continue running down the hallway as you're in the second room now with the corpse. You're bolting, you're booking it down. And there's a, so there's a second hallway between the cauldron room and this operating room. And as you run down that hallway, you hear loud clanking of metal. And roll a dexterity save, please. Okay. Advantage for my barbarianism, five. Okay, Six. Um, so, so, so you run and you narrowly avoid this large metal bar portcullis <laughs> dropping down in the hallway as you go to run out. The gas is now moved out of that room and into the cauldron room, and so it's only now you're all you're, you're all clear. There's no gas in your room, and the gas in the cauldron room begins to just get concentrated in front of the portcullis uh, that's just closed in front of you and you see it form and take shape and you see the man appear with the purple jacket. He doesn't have his top hat but he's got this gray matted hair and beard actually kind of looks like Kyle uh, but evil Kyle. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's got more of a pronounced mustache and a beard and he's like I captured you. (laughs) And he laughs and he just looks at his prey You thought you had the best of me, but I, Thailander, Sullivan, am the smartest man once again here. Proven again. He's he looks all smug in his <laughs> and he looks at his at the wall and he, he just seems to be very proud. He's like, You thought you could get the best of me, did you, with your giant stupid cyclops? You mean identifying you immediately, sticking him on you, and then you prepared a room for several days for this capture? I think we won. It's, it's you who's trapped in here, not me. And now I will shortly take my leave, but not first before conducting this ritual. And he shoots, a, he turns around, spins, and some flame fires out of his hand and lights up the cauldron. We can't, we have your spoon. <laughs> He just he looks back at you amusedly, and the rest of you run down the hallway except for Hope, who's still you're still back there. But 
you hear the sound of the portcullis. I don't know if that would make you want to go there. Are you going to stay? Yeah, totally. There? I would have taken a quick look around, a quick investigation. Okay. So you also run to catch up, and everyone sort of becomes surprised at the fact that the man who was cuffed in the street is now in the cauldron room where you were, and uh, beyond a portcullis, uh, and he's there, and he's now behind. He has a book. He takes out a book from his book case and he puts it on the stand and he starts flipping through it and he stands there and he's like, you should be honored you're going to witness one of the greatest performances of magic this world has ever known. And then he begins Aru Did you, um, Stari bo- Bay, hey, 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 hey. Aru Stari Bay Did you kill Randall? Back How far away is he from Stari us? Bay. He's about 30 feet. I cast hideous laughter on him. Okay. I pull out the megaphone, hold it up to my face, and I say, The other day I was going to a restaurant. They asked if I had any reservations, and I said, No, I'm quite sure I'd like to eat here. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> oh, no, I hate you. Uh, let's see, Stanley. What, what's the save DC on that uh, thing? Wisdom 14. Okay. <laughs> Where is my dude? Okay. And so what happens on a save? Uh, I don't think anything. It just doesn't DC. hit. Or it doesn't work. No, it's uh, what's the, it was you said wisdom, so I rolled 19. Yeah, so yeah, nothing. So I run continues. up and tackle him. There's a portcullis, there's a large oh. door, a large like iron gate that had dropped in front of Varel and is preventing your movement. Oh, okay, gotcha. And he's he chants for a little bit longer, Stadi Bay, and then the 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 the, the cauldron boom, starts bubbling over, and there's eyeballs and fingers floating in there. He's, and he looks, he says, Something's Something's not quite right here. Something's missing. He goes and he opens the drawer. Well, he looks in the drawer. It's already open. He's like, where's my ladle? Shit. (laughs) Did you tamper with this? Yes, a lot. Maybe. (laughs) What, 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 what did you do? Uh, I'm not fixing it. Don't tell him. (laughs) Okay. Nothing. What did we do? Yeah. What didn't we do? A-hole. You fools! You've ruined my magical ritual! Nash urinated in it. <laughs> that wouldn't have been it. Something else is missing. He rolls up his sleeve of his shirt and plunges his hand into the burning hot cauldron and starts feeling around. He's like, oh, yes. Your little protege. The big dumb one. The necklace I stole from him. It appears you've taken it back. Which one of you has it? I have it. Give it back now. No, you have to come get it if you want it. And I'm <laughs> going to start slowly walking to the hallway back from where we came. And are your eyes black still, by the way? Oh, they're still pretty black. So I you're... mean, gold's kind of coming back. Okay, but you're still I pretty. I see we can't yeah. si- So we have two options here, you uncivilized hillbillies. One, <laughs> we can discuss this and make a trade, and I let you leave with your lives. The other one is complete and total carnage. Would you all die horrible deaths and I'll take your fingers and eyeballs for Ketobal Plate. Excuse you? 
<laughs> Do, Come again. Is that some, if, if that's, uh, what is it, abyssal, I'd be able to translate it. Uh, definitely to your knowledge, that sounds like a demonic intonation of a, of a name. In fact, you are familiar with the Katobal Prat of a different pronunciation known as the Soul Broker. The Soul Broker? Yes, it is him who is my patron. It is he who I will summon here to destroy my enemies. What's he talking Not about? Not without the necklace. Oh, shit. Well, let's... let's... <laughs> You're not supposed to tell him what it was. <laughs> we said we don't know what it is. He knows what it is. It was in his cauldron. Oh, yeah. Oh right, yeah. No, oh right. It's the, the 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 cyclops. Yeah, never mind. Forget about me. Ignore me. So so let's make a deal. I let you leave with your lives. You give me the necklace. I mean, what sort of ritual were you just about to do? You were already about no to kill. No questions. Us. I'm I just told you I'm going to summon Ketobal Prath here. Why would we let you do that? You know we survived the, the the cage, right? No matter. That's children's stories. Have you not seen the magics I'm capable of? I can roast you all on the spot. All we saw were traps. I... That, that's it. Traps. Yeah, honestly, your magic so far involves you being very upset and unable to find a ladle. <laughs> So, so he says, all right. And then he, and you can sort of see into the room a bit and you see the corpses and then just rip themselves and they begin to animate. And, and not only do they come alive and start ripping themselves off, no eyeballs and no fingers, but they start to grow. And from their eyeballs, these giant spikes they grow out of where their eye sockets are and their fingers become these giant needle claws and their toes needle claws and they begin animating and he sits there with a globe at him and he says fine we'll do this we'll do this the hard way and that's where he would leave it for today (laughs) holy smokers man I Sure, sure, Bo. A whole week off makes you rusty. Bull crap. That was awesome. <laughs> Bull crap. Um, all right. That was awesome. Wow. I don't even know what to say about that. It was pretty. It was pretty full adventure today. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. I we loved all deaths. of that. We had some crazy things, traps. I would say that's a dungeon. Oh yeah, that's a gen- dungeon yeah, as hell. Were right? Definitely dungeons today. Yeah, there will be and was. There was dungeons. No, there were dungeons. <sighs> Sorry, better English. Uh, well, all right then. That's going to do it. Thank you, uh, all these uh, fine people who came to watch us today. Uh, hell of an episode. It was awesome, and there will be dungeons next week. So come back. Uh, there is some some concern about Bo's move and internet, but we think uh, we're probably okay. Yeah. If there's so, I guess it's useful to let people know. There. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we'll have an episode. It's getting. It's supposed to get installed this coming Saturday. So. The ISP comes and installs it. We do. There will be dungeons at five, and mm-hmm. they come at nine. Mm-hmm. 
But we all know ISPs are super reliable and good at making these appointments. Yeah. So if that's the case, it might be a miss next week. But I'm really trying to make sure that that's not the case. Yeah. So Bo has to move. Moving yeah. sucks, but once it's but done, I'm moving. But once I'm moved, I'll be stable again, and you know, yeah. we'll be all reliable. We'll uh, all be okay soon. at that so. point. Uh, well, uh, thank you all for joining us. Don't forget, there be dungeons on Twitter. There will be dungeons.com is our web address, and you're going to want to park your butt there for a bunch of cool stuff we'll be putting up there. Trying to get caught up on getting uh, art that people have been making posted there, but I've been out of town. It's been a little hard to do that, but I will get to that stuff soon. And um, like we said, we hope we're here next week. For me, for Bo, for John, for Kristen and Kyle. We'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.